0: Hey everybody! Welcome to another lovely episode of Soju Chronicles. I am Nat, and I'm Nikki, and we are Soju Chronicles. Hey, but <laughs> well, this is a very, very special episode because we are joined by Nikki from Unbothered unease and Hi. oh yes, and. Oh. <laughs> Amanda <laughs> from Certified Nunas,
1: Hi. Yay. We decided, so, we decided that it's gonna be like an annual thing now that we invite you guys to. Oh, Are you I open feel, to this? For sure. I feel, thank you. Okay. So every As thank you December, for putting them on the have, spot like that. <laughs> we're gonna have certified. What did I call it? Certified Honey Chronicles. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, I like that.
0: <laughs> I like that too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did put them on the spot, didn't I? Oopsie. <laughs> so, yeah, it was on air. So you guys bear witness. So next year, when you see one or two of them missing, know that <laughs> it's because they flaked on us. <laughs> yes,
0: I would never. <laughs> no. So we are here. To talk about 2022 and all of the highs, the lows, and the in-betweens. Uh so yeah, you know, I th- hope you guys I what? felt <laughs> like
1: 2022 was very Babash. much an in between. Like I don't know, I just felt like it was an yeah. like, in between. Like I certain things, I'm like, oh, that happened this year. And then there are um, certain other things that I'm like, oh, that was two years ago. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It just really felt it like was a weird time year. was not. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and it like, went too
1: fast. I felt like I felt like November, like I felt like October and November just like went dragged? in a blink. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I felt I like expect. I literally. Mm-hmm. Really, you thought it? You yeah. thought it dragged? Oh, I thought yes. they. I thought it was a blink. Like I really had like
0: house guests at the time, so every day was a long day for me.
1: Oh. <laughs> no, I felt like I literally felt like like I woke up, it was September 30th, and then the next day it was December 3rd. Like I swear. Yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like to me. Like everything just like went by. But the like playing. the
3: beginning of the year feels like it was three years ago. Like it yes,
0: does. We were literally just doing the
3: certified Nunas uh retrospective. Episode for the year, and uh, we're talking about our favorite dramas and stuff. And I think it was um, Natalia says, "Oh yeah, um, what was it? Silent Sea or whatever? The Gong Yu one." Yeah, and we were like, "What? That was this, this year? Wasn't it, it was two Christmas. years
4: ago?
3: It was Christmas last year, so it was a year ago." Really? Like uh, no, yeah. no way.
2: <laughs>
1: Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it just feels like.
2: No, I was I, I I feel the same. I was trying to m- think of like shows I watched earlier this year and I saw All of Us Are Dead and Bad Buddy. I was like, didn't I watch that last year? Right? But they well, I... came out
0: this year. It's yeah. Yeah. Time
2: is time is fake.
0: Time <laughs> is not real. I feel like 2020, 2021 and 2022 was one big year of shit. Um and then just <laughs> that's just how i feel about all of this uh, like 39 i watched that earlier this year i completely forgot about it already like, i forgot that, mom- that
1: i watched it this year too girl because i was like trying to think of like you know my favorite drama's in a year or whatever yeah and i was like wait 39 was this year like already. do you remember that we watched love is sweet this year mm-hmm. oh my god we did watch love is sweet this year
0: exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> I totally forgot about it. Totally. Anyways. Okay, so let us start with what, what you're drinking. drinking. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll go first. I am drinking, uh-huh. Um. what is this? Neon Haze from Amsterdam Brewery. And it says, Neon Haze will turn on your taste buds. A vibrant haze with a bright tropical blast of citrus bliss and a smooth finish. Okay, so it neither has a citrus bliss um, blast or a smooth finish. It tastes like janky bear to be quite honest with you but you know um it's been a long day and I feel like it's gonna be a very long week so I'm okay with that oh my god it's gonna be a long week girl
1: (laughs) okay me I am drinking I always you always hear my I was editing um our episode or most recent episode and all I heard was clink clink because all you hear (laughs) is my fucking cup clinking but anyways i'm drinking Buzzball chillers it's lime rita chiller it's orange wine with lime and lemon Ugh, lemon juices oh my god i can't read this i love that you say that like every episode now like
0: guys i can read it's okay
1: <laughs> oh there we go much better okay so buzz Balls chillers lime rita chiller It's an orange wine with lime and lemon juices, other natural flavors, artificial colors, and yellow number five. It's 15% by volume, and it's literally a little bog. It's only 187 milliliters. And I'm actually going to taste it now and tell you if it tastes good. Okay, ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would not get it again.
3: 10 out of 10. Amanda,
1: of 10. what are you drinking?
3: <laughs> I am drinking Crazy Cups brand uh, decaf frosted oatmeal cookie coffee spiked with <gasps> Cartier salted caramel cream
0: wine liqueur. Okay, that Ooh. sounds very oh sweet. Oh my though. god, yeah, that sounds very so sweet, good. But so fancy. Man, that,
3: I went into the, I, like I was at the grocery store and they have a little like the wine rack, little store in it and I go in and I'm just like I don't really need anything and she goes oh we have samples do you want to try something and I was like well I mean I guess if I have to and she gave me this salted caramel and yeah it's nice so
0: it sounds so cool it uh,
3: sounds
1: very cozy like it sounds like a very cozy yeah it's nice
3: and warm I'm in my basement my basement's cold so I wanted (laughs) something warm I was going to have soju because we're soju chronicles here. Oh, yes. No, we don't do that here. I, I needed, you know, warmth. No, we don't do so, that here. I went we, with my. We,
1: we are very anti-soju. That's the one rule we have. And, like, because there's so many times that I'm like, oh, no, I'm out of alcohol. What should I drink? And I always have soju, right? But I'm like, no, mm. I can't because, like, the whole point is that we never drink soju on here. <laughs>
3: Oh, I had wine uh, Nick- in the fridge too, but I was like, nah.
1: No, I liked what you're making. I, I like that you did Got something to be a cool. bit more festive, it feels. Yeah, yeah, it, feels yeah. On, it feels on brand with the time. <laughs> what are you <laughs> drinking, Nikki?
2: I'm having a nice glass of it's South Africa, home of the Ran Lee Natural Sweet Wine.
1: Oh, okay. um, I'm
2: not. I'm not really a wine drinker, but like it has to be like it has to taste like juice for me to like it. And mm-hmm. this is one that I actually really like. It was um, someone came over to the house one time and bought it as a gift, and I was like, oh, this is like really good. It's not expensive at all. You yeah. know, I love me some cheap wine, but it's really nice. It's light. It's not dry at all, and I hate a dry wine.
1: Nice, but, yeah. nice. I love that we're all drinking on a Monday night. Love it. Hey, i still, I'm still
2: in COVID quarantine. So you are. I don't go back. Yeah, I can't go back to work until I test positive. So, I mean, test negative. negative?
1: Okay. Yeah. okay.
2: Wow. I uh, my eye. I busted a blood vessel. My whole eye was red.
0: Oh. It oh, still is. Oh
2: yeah, I had COVID bad. It was my first time. Oh wow! Maybe it's yeah. the first
0: time you've had symptoms. Maybe you've been asymptomatic. No, before. I've never,
2: I've never tested positive before. This was the okay. first time, and I was, and I was living my life risk. I was out there
0: in the know. streets, <laughs> in the streets, <laughs> in them streets.
1: I, mean, I was in them streets. She was in them streets. <laughs> she was in them streets singing karaoke. No, I mean,
2: I mean, I was really living a risk life. I was going to concerts back to back every month. And then if that last concert had to hit me. Damn, well, we
1: do you know what they say? What, what do they say? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tell. Dun, dun, dun. Is, um, let's get into it. <laughs> so here we are you know this is gonna be part one i don't know i don't know why i say part one and part two it's literally gonna be the same fucking episode but i just like to say we have like a part one and a part two so for part one Mm -hmm. we are going to discuss our year in retrospect and you know um amanda she said she already did it on um certified nuna's but you're gonna do it again (laughs) I'll I'll pick
3: some different stuff to talk
1: about. Nice. Ooh, okay. And then for Lazy Annie, I don't care. Whatever she wants to do, she can do. Anyways, (laughs) so. (laughs) This is how she treats me. For years, the abuse. Um, I'm glad it's on record. record. Well, I know Nat is happy. I know Nat is happy because at least I have someone else to bully. Amanda, you're my favorite. I'm gonna rig the game f- later for you.
3: <laughs> you have to because I'm old, so I
1: need like extra help. <laughs> okay, I will I'll do that just for you. Alright, so guys, our first section as usual, manga anime, porno, manhwa, comics. Um, what are our favorites of the year? Um, let's start with our guests. Amanda, do you have any?
3: Uh I read a really nice I don't know what the right term is for it, but um, it's a, a like graphic novel type manga, I guess. Uh mm-hmm. it's a Japanese one called uh let me see where do I have it? I'm on the wrong page. Um The Lines That Define Me by Hiromasa Togami. It, okay is gorgeous like it's just soft it's a soft slow story and um a lot of the artwork it's a it's a sh- story about a young man who's kind of like adrift and he meets this older man who sees something in him and uh takes him on like in a grandfatherly role take this older guy is a master of um, traditional ink painting and he takes this kid on and starts teaching him ink painting so like all throughout this book there's just this beautiful ink artwork like it's really really soft and just slow and uh, it's really nice there's four volumes I've only read the first volume so far um partially because I'm just being very um I would really, really like to have it in my hands because the artwork is so nice. I just want to own it, but it's only available digitally right now. And I'm like, no! It's so annoying. And I'm like, this is so... And it's like the, the book is basically all black and white and gray, but it's got like these bits of sort of blue and color added in. And like, there's a really... When they first meet, the kid is like, he's just at the art show looking at this one painting that he's really taken with. And the old guy sees him looking at it and comes over to him. And it's just a black and white and gray painting. And the guy comes to him and says, you staring at this painting so long. Like, what is it? And he says, I know you're going to think this is crazy, but it looks red to me. I can see red. It looks like roses to me. And that's the name of the artwork. Like, and the, and the old guy is like, yes, because that's what the artist was trying to portray. And when you look at it again, you can, there's no red in the picture, but like, you're like, yeah, okay, I get it. I can see it. And so it's really cool. He's, He's got a granddaughter who he's also mentoring and she's like jealous that her grandpa's wasting time on this newbie and stuff, but it's just really, really pretty and soft and, I
0: liked it a lot. Okay. Nice. It sounds really lovely. It looks pretty good, too, online. Like, I'm on the Amazon page for it, so. Yeah. My sister was going to
3: buy them all for me for Christmas, but, like, I do most of my online reading on my Nook, which is a paperweight, which is just straight black and white, and I was like, the pictures are not going to translate. Like, No. no, I need to
0: have it some different way sometimes you need to see like with anime especially when like the mangaka is very creative and just you know with what they do you have to have it in your hand to see it you have to see the lines uh-huh. on the page that's why i hate webtoons for the most part because you don't see the lines on the page it's just too neat like
1: yeah you know. that's a uh-huh. very big webtoon auntie <laughs> <laughs> i'll read them uh, book. You know, whatever do you have a favorite I
2: do. I started reading manwas this year, so I'm Yay. so excited too. Um, I don't know if to consider them manwas or porn-was because it's all boy sex.
0: Thin line between <laughs> the two. Thin, very thin line.
1: <laughs> very very thin line.
2: Um, very. But I read a, quite a number of them. Um, my I have like two favorites, but no worse. Um, my fa- My two ones that um. I really, my first one was Sign. Um, it's an old manual, I realize, but it was new to me. Oh
1: yeah, I know. Yeah, I know Sign. Wait, no, you only pick one. Wow. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't. I uh, it's I have one because it was completed.
2: but okay, then I have one so that I'm Sign still
1: reading. It is. So Sign it is.
2: Well, I guess um, you tell
1: us about the one that you're still reading when you're finished reading it. So Sign is our favorite. Webtoon manual that she read is here. Tell us about Sign. Wow, <laughs> you see, like this bulliness.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, she's spreading it around today, so I feel okay with what's going oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Normally, I bear the brunt of it, so it's okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, I got you. I got you. So I really liked Sign because it was kind of my first introduction into this kind of um sum- was a semi uki kind of relationship mm-hmm. um it's about uh this cafe owner who's deaf and this part timer who needs a job cuz he poor i'm like i understand that and he doesn't know the cafe owner was deaf and you know it was kind of awkward for them but when the cafe owner what's his name his name is i'm terrible with names um Johan he spoke, uh, the part-timer Suwa immediately gets an erection, and I was dying. I was like, what? (laughs) And then I was like, okay, this is awkward, but hilarious. So I kept reading, and then, you know, uh, Johan kind of, you know, takes pity on him and tries to teach him sign language. And when Su, and then Suwa starts signing, Johan gets an erection, and I'm like, this is hilarious. So, on top of that, there is also this side story of you know how Johan became deaf because he wasn't born that way, he became that way, um, because of an accident. Um, this uh guy who fell for him ends up, you know, being a psycho um, huh? Like, being yeah, like,
0: uh,
2: yeah, yeah, he <laughs> ends up, um. Johan ends up getting hurt and then the guy gets out of or not I don't think he gets out of jail, but he came back to Korea and then this whole thing starts. It's it has this weird like I could see this being a drama without, you know oh, probably with the awkward erections going around. Um, but I laughed. I thought the art style was really cute. Um, and then I, and from there I kind of started reading more other um, manhwa's only. I for some reason I can't get into the manga uh, aspect yet. I I just like you talked about. You know, they the lines being on the mm-hmm. page and stuff. I actually like the the more cleaner style. Yeah. Um, especially since I'm reading them all like illegally.
1: Yeah, and also yeah. it's it's, I it's how <laughs> it's just what you're you're used to growing yeah. because. You read um like we would read mangas more than we would like other type of stuff and I think Nikki you read more comics, right? Yeah, like I
2: um I got into com I got into comics later, so but I would read more Marvel and um more Marvel and um more novel DC ones, like more Batman and stuff like that. So I just kind of like a more cleaner style. Especially when that's why I ended up kind of liking more webtoons,
0: yeah, than anything.
2: Because mm-hmm. I've read those too, but Sign and Dangerous Convenience Store were like my
1: top. Anyways, ones. so um, <laughs> moving on, <laughs> moving on. Nat, what was your? Actually, no, Nat, you're gonna talk forever. Me, I'm gonna go. Um, <laughs> My favorite, I think, so I have a favorite um, anime. And Nikki's gonna say, Oh, why are you allowed to have two when I don't have, yeah, I could only have one? Um, it's because one, it's my podcast, so I, it's house rules. <laughs> two, um, <laughs> I don't have a worst and I don't have a biggest disappointment. So I was just like, might as well just talk, about, might as well just mention the two that I have as my favorite. So that's why I have two. And the two are The Legend of Vox Machina and um, Cyberpunk Runners. So I liked The Legend of Vox Machina because I just love... I love, like, you know, fantasy stories. And, like, I'm really into, like, tavern and, like, mead-ish type things, which mm-hmm. you know not because we read all of Kimberly Lemon's mead tales. Yeah. And so I liked, I like, I like the idea of like, you know, one found family. So I love me a ragtag group of people just coming mm-hmm. together and like destroying this person. And then also it was just like really funny because it was, it, and it, it made me want to see more of it. And I just, that's kind of the same reason for cyberpunk edge runners as well, is that like, I enjoyed the people. I enjoyed the anime style, like loved Everything that they did in that, in the world itself, the, that this like cyberpunk world, I thought was really, really good. And then, even though he died in the end, I would still watch like a different story in this verse. So those are my two favorite animes. And then my favorite webtoon was Shadow Beauty, um, and I actually read it because I watched the anime. Um, right? the anime, the, not the anime, the drama, because they did a, oh, yes, uh, yes, they yes. did a version. Yeah, so I watched the drama, and then I, because I felt like the drama felt a little bit incomplete to me, I took up the manga, um, the webtoon, well, manhwa. I, I picked up the manhwa, and I read all of it, and it was so good. It was really, really good, guys. Oh my gosh, it was really, really good. 100%, if you watched the drama and you enjoyed it, Go read the manga, um, the manhua. It is really, really good. So yeah, not your turn.
0: Okay, so for best, uh, the best thing
1: that I read today
0: uh, or watched out of all of these categories was *Far Sector* by N.K. Jameson, and basically this is her take on the Green Lantern mythos. You oh know, yes,
1: just... I remember you telling us about that. I remember. Yes, yes. So she's like a
0: space cop basically on this planet there's all this drama I liked it because they had conspiracies I liked it because she had romances she got dicked down by a black dude randomly in this far sector <laughs> and also like she ends up with a girl so I was like hey romance check uh, <laughs> uh I loved though the like the way that N.K. Jemisin sort of like Um, compared what was going on on this uh, this random far sector uh, um, planet and their politics to you know being a black woman or black person in America and sort of like um, using like speeches from you know um, the the brightest minds of our era and also just like uh, music mentioning music as well too from the era so I thought that was really great The, uh, the artwork is fantastic I can't remember who did the art but He does art for like other parts of DC as well. And I mean, I'm a DC girl. So hey, whatever, it's great. My other favorite um, Green Lantern is, um, what's his name? Jon Stewart, who's the other black (laughs) Green Lantern. So, you know, great. It's fantastic. I hope we do see Sojourner. I think we are going to see her though in like more future DC stuff. So yeah, that was my favorite. Oh, and her hair. The best thing was her hair. She had bomb, I don't know who her hair is. Uh, her hairstylist was in um this far sector of space but she had a bomb ass hairstyle every day and it was different i don't know who's (laughs) doing it but it was fantastic i know she brought those products with her hoping that they would last like it was it was magical so yes i liked it it was great fantastic glad i bought it yeah let's get to worst
1: um so i don't i don't yeah we can go in the same order
0: so Amanda. Okay. Amanda. Oh, that's me.
3: Um, let me think. The worst, I read this one called, um, oh, what was it called? Alice in Bushonen Land. And it was just messy. Like, it was messy. It's, it's a story about a girl who, a girl and her best friend. Her best friend's super into those, like, Otome-style games where you, but, like, the ones where you're a manager of a an idol group kind of thing and they get sucked into this game or something and then they're stuck in a video game and they have to like the only way out is if you manage the best team like the best idol group and she has like no clue and her best friend's super good at it and her best friend turns like super evil and like just all she wants to do is win and this other girl, like, she just sort of hits the randomizer and winds up with, like, the worst group of, like, bonkers, whatever, and it was just it was very, very weird and very messy, and there was, like, a guy who was a dog, and there was like.
1: Is it that was weird just that weird. I actually kind of want to read this now? It. it sounds, I do too. Like, it does sound
0: interesting. <laughs> it kind of does.
1: Yeah. You had me at the guy who was a dog,
0: to be quite honest. I'm not, I was like, okay.
3: <laughs> you had me at sucked in a video game. Like, I was not against the premise. Obviously, I sat down to read it and everything, but it, it felt like um, the story, the way they told it, was messy, and it didn't. Okay so it didn't always make sense. Like where, I, like, I don't know if I, I frequently wondered if the translation was bad. Like if it was meant to be different words that were on the page, because it just was a little nonsensical. So I did
0: not read any more
3: in that <laughs> series.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I will still look it up, but yes. Mickey. Um, yeah, <coughs> <Nikki! well.
3: laughs>
2: Um, I didn't really have a worst um I, I kind of liked most of the things I read this year I've read a lot okay wait I guess the worst I would say but it's not because of the story it was just because of the translation would be define the relationship again another um gay manual but it was also um I started getting into the Omega verse I previously had uh, never really read anything about well no, I read one book years ago about wolf people. And so I guess I've kind of been into the Omega verse. But what I found interesting it was that it was two I was about to say two tops, but two alphas uh. mating. Well like one alpha had like a problem. He couldn't really mate with the with uh, any other omegas so this other top was going to basically you know fix him and then they end up falling in love and this like the premise is good but it's just hard to read because it's not translated well like whoever's uh. doing the translation is just
0: not yeah it's, that's english problem is probably you... not their first english is probably not their first language Oh, sorry. I was gonna say the that's the problem when you sometimes get the stuff from like these random sites. Yeah, because <laughs> they're just translated by anybody. And not everybody can translate like, you know, they're they're yeah. running it through Google Translate to put it on the screen. Yeah. right? So I get that.
2: <laughs> I, I guess if I had to pick a word, it would be that. And also, I theoretically, I don't believe in the whole top top relationship thing. Because I just find, like, you're, um, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure, in a sense. Because in any type of relationship, someone needs to submit. And if you have two people who don't submit, like, what what's the point? So, yeah. That is very Nikki. interesting. Hmm. What? Yes.
0: No, no, no. That oh. was a very interesting, like, you know, comment on, like, you know, because it is by... By virtue, the whole omega thing is like nature, right? So yeah, you can't really go by go against that in that regard. But yeah. it'd be kind of interesting. Um, mm-hmm. That's to why see. that's
2: why I started reading
1: it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Nikki, do you have um, a worst?
1: I do not have a worst. Okay, because I just so don't, I I don't know. I just didn't feel any type of way about much of <laughs> what I watched. <laughs> so yeah, fair enough. Uh, I picked uh, Backstreet
0: Girls. I was going to say, I I was
1: like, I literally, I was like, it has to be the one about those dolls being men, men turning dolls and sex. And it has to be that one because you were disgusted by it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it was uh, Backstreet Girls about the Yakuza members whose punishment is to be turned into an idol group. Right. And basically it's just... Upskirts and you know, a lot of really gross stuff, and but also like really sharp commentary on like how idols are treated like slaves. Um, but because this is like they're Yakuza members, it's okay, you know, like because this is like what they do for the gang, I guess it's okay, and I guess because it's men, it's okay, but you know in the real world they're not yakuza members turned into idols who uh-huh. all of the plastic surgery was done in thailand too just throwing that out there it was actually really fascinating <laughs> um <but laughs> it was really like it was really gross <laughs> and i don't even know how i finished watching it i think it's because i was just playing in the background while i was working so i was kind of in and out but every time i was in something really stupid and weird was happening and i just checked out this was, was a like, show yeah it's on netflix what yeah <laughs> so it's called backstreet girls and basically like these yakuza guys these three underlings in the yakuza gang they fucked up and so the boss is really obsessed with idols so he's like this is your punishment either i kill you or you go to thailand and get a sex change and you become my idols and so the whole time they're like you, you see them after that you like you hear them their voices are men like that's their original voices but they're idols they're women they're they're young you know oh like my- women so yeah and they like <laughs> they drink they sit with their legs open and they have to like deal with stuff they have to deal with like anti-fans they have to deal with like the people in the yakuza who they were like brothers with who are like sexually attracted to them now <laughs> they like some guy he, he his wife found out he was like into the idols and he left her and then Basically, the son also was in love with the idol group, so that they, they all left the mom, and she she joined a anti group, like an anti fan club, for this idols. It was it was kind of crazy and bonkers, and like these girls literally lived they lived in a single room, and they got IV shots. They didn't eat, um, and they just worked like as I said, like slaves. So it was that really fucked up. Like yeah. Um wow. Would well, not recommend Yeah, I was I like, I was like, I was like that
1: has to be <laughs> your worst. I was like, it has to be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know how it got adapted. Like, I really don't. I, I don't think... I, I, when you like, said I'd be surprised idols, to see... I thought... When
2: you mm-hmm. said idols and Yakuza, I'm like, oh, they turned into boy groups. No. <laughs> no, I, no,
0: I, no. They literally got sex changes. They are women, 100%. And, like, yeah... So th- that is the worst that I've ever watched or thought of. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> let's go to disappointments. Amanda? Um, disappointment, I read the,
3: uh, the first book in, shoot, I'm trying to find, uh, What Did You Eat Yesterday?, um they made a drama of it like a japanese drama it's basically it's a a slice of life story about two older gay men who are living together like one of them cooks for the other one and they eat a lot and you know it's just a slice of life and it's fine there's nothing wrong with it it's just not Mm -hmm. for me like it just it's too slice of life like for me I don't need there to be a huge story or a huge plot, but if you're going to do slice of life, I need the characters and the conversation to be more interesting. And I didn't find it particularly interesting. It was just boring to me. So um, I don't know, maybe I'd like the drama better. I I don't know,
0: but it needs I was engaging.
3: Yeah. Like I just, I know people love the drama and so I was looking forward to it and it just didn't really catch me. So that was disappointing.
0: Okay. So uh, Nikki, do you have any disappointments
1: or did I you do you like? Oh, okay. I do. Wait, hold on. Um, yes. Wait, 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 wait. One second. Um, How am I going to know which Nikki you're talking? Oh, okay.
2: Well, we have, we have a rotation. Yeah. The oldest Nikki goes
0: first
1: yeah I mean yeah but still (laughs) call her something else I'm just kidding (laughs)
0: anyway
2: um my disappointment uh is in this one I guess it's finished in a way it's on epilogue right now but lucky paradise I really really liked it I was reading it I was like oh this is so good um, it has, like, a lot of angst. It's about these uh, college students. One's, like, older, so he's a sunbae and all that kind of dynamic. And it, it was good until the end because I felt the end was so abrupt. It's like they were going back and forth. They wanted to be together, but they couldn't because one was kind of fucked up in the head. He was still sleeping with his friend that he grew up with. And it was very, it was a very toxic relationship. And his Hubei, who was in love with him, he's like, oh, I don't care about anything. I just love you. I just want you. And then the guy, the older guy, he ends up sleeping again with a friend. And then he goes to the Hubei's house and is like, yeah, I just slept with what's his name. I'm sorry. And then that was it. I was like, "What?" No. <laughs> That's the end, <laughs> okay. okay. I'm like, i like, he's basically basically came to guy was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much a douchebag, um, wow. but I really want to be with you." And the other guy's like, "Okay." I'm like, "You literally went through hell not being together. The, like, I felt like there was no resolve." Maybe something might come up in the epilogue later down the road if they decide. But so far, it's gotten even weirder. Like now they have this weird DNS dynamic, and the older one is wearing a collar. I'm like, what is happening? But yeah, it got it got too weird. I was just like, oh. And I'm okay with reading weird shit.
0: But I mean, just... everyone
2: knows. I am so <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all
0: are. It's fine. <laughs> Bro,
2: I just, I just felt like there was. I think that was my theme of of the year, is that mm. the resolves are not resolving. They are uh, not.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. So okay,
1: Mickey. Um, so do you need? No, don't ask me no question, question, I already, <laughs> I already told you. you. Yeah. Not none.
0: She got none. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's me. Okay, so my biggest disappointment for 2022, no surprise, is Bleach. Mostly mm. because I have been yeah. not, not enough to watch Rukia. it. And also, there's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew going in there wasn't going to be a lot of Rukia because um, by that point, Kuba had decided that... Or himi was going to be the one so like I knew that there wasn't going to be a lot of Rukia but at the same time because Kubo had been sick quote-unquote at the end of the bleach run and had to rush it and he you know that's why it's imperfect you know that's that's the theory anyways I assume hmm. that because we were getting an anime adaptation that they would take the time to you know flesh things out make sense out of the nonsense that was the ending because the ending didn't make any sense But it looks like they are doing a straight adaptation with no room for like any sort of creative edits or like maybe fixing up the story a little bit. So that's going to be the very disappointing part because Uh. the last arc of Bleach really, really fell apart, which is crazy because the Fulbringer arc before it was so fucking good. It was fantastic. And um, I just feel like the end of Bleach, I don't know, maybe they will. Who knows? I mean, we're getting, I think, four parts and there's going to be tons of episodes. So maybe we will get more cleanup as we get closer to the end. But so far, it has been very disappointing. Like, I really just want to watch the first arc again and again and just, like, Uh. forget about this. (laughs) Even though I will say Studio Puro, fantastic. They all do a good job. So I have nothing to say about the animation. Like, it's 100% great. The voice acting is fantastic. Uh, you know, Jong-un Bush is back as well. So I'm happy, but Ooh, let's clean up the story, guys. Let's let's clean it up. But that's it. All right. So what's next?
1: Um, What do you mean by what's next? You know what's next. Um, next I, we I... talk about <laughs> dramas. Woo. We really wanted to be finished with The Blue Whisperer. For this and we are not so apologies to you guys you know what now i think i'm gonna change now i know what my bottom two is because i was like oh i don't have a bottom two but then i remembered that we're watching the blue Whisper, and i don't <laughs> care i don't even like i know we have like seven episodes left but like i already know i don't like this so <laughs> but whatever surprisingly
0: i did not pick blue Whisper. so Just
1: throwing that out there. But you, Um, yeah, I mean, you see, so that's my Mm -hmm. thing, right? I just, I'm just very apathetic about dramas. Yeah. But yeah, all right. Mm -hmm. So, Amanda, give it to us your top three dramas of the year.
3: Okay. So, wildly, two of my top three dramas this year are actually dramas from last year, but they were just that good. And I didn't get around to watching them until this year. So, um, Inspector Koo. If you watched it this year, it's your top three drama. There you Mm -hmm. go. So, uh, Inspector
1: Koo, fantastic. So good. Like so. Oh my god. Okay, I started that, and every time I started, I'm like, oh my god, this is so good. I need to be in a in the perfect mindset of like actually sitting down and watching it when I watch it because I always start it when I'm like this doing something and I get distracted. But I believe you.
3: Yeah, you it's gotta amazing. pay attention. Like there's so much mm-hmm. that goes on and it's and the characters are so good and the story is so good and I mean and it's just it's so female centric. Like it's just women like being bosses all over the place. Like the bad guys are women, the good guys are women, like it's just it's all about women and it's so good. Um also from last year, Idol the Coop also about women but a different kind of women it's about a girl group that's been like shelved they're like an older girl group and they had went like one big hit and then got shelved by their by their uh, company and the company's like okay well uh we'll give you a chance to make it to number one again and they're like okay cool we'll we'll make it to number one on a show and then we're going to disband live on television because you guys suck <laughs> and, and then it's just basically this story of them trying to climb back up to the top and basically that's- doing it all themselves. It's amazing. It's such a good story. It's on Aishi. And that's the
2: that's drama with Hani,
3: right? I think so, yeah. Mm, yeah, I think so. Okay. okay. Very, very okay. good. Um, and my other top one that I'm going to go with I don't know. I've got, like, a whole list of, like, five. It's so hard to choose after that. But I'm going to say Mom, Don't Do That. It's a Taiwan, a drama from Taiwan. Uh, It's on Netflix. It's based on the, like, the main character in it is based on the author. It's based on a book. And this is, like, the author's true sort of true story. Like, this is her life story about, like, basically her dad died like a decade earlier and her mom is at a place now where she's like, you know what? I'm like 60. I'm not dead. I'd like to date again. And she starts doing all this, like just different nonsense that essentially causes her daughters to yell, mom, don't do that a lot. (laughs) And um, it's hilarious and it's heartwarming and it's, Like I cried, I laughed I was like Halfway through there's like a wild Turn of events that you do not see Coming at all and I was like What is going on and then They It turns out not to be what you think It is so it it, They do some really good stuff but it's uh, Very like the male Lead in it is very very handsome But also very like he's Naked all the time it's so (laughs) weird And it's so and he's got like pictures of himself like naked in the apartment and stuff. It's the weirdest thing, but like it was very interesting, very funny. Like it it stands out. So that's why I picked it is because it stood out. It in a sea of sort of average, it was unique. So that's good. Like that. Nikki? Yeah. Um I
2: felt I spent this whole year looking for the perfect rom com. And I still didn't find it. Okay. <laughs> I found some really close ones, but I never just found, I guess this is going to sound really bad, but some, if any of you have ever watched the documentary about crack, um, they have said every crackhead is always trying to find that first high. And I think that's what I'm constantly trying to do, trying to recreate those feelings that I, when I first watched like Coffee Prince or Weightlifting Fairy. Mm. And every time I just come up short. But there I watched a lot of shit this year. Um, to start it off, I would say it's like a point five point five because I watched them kinda right after each other, was Happiness and All of Us Are Dead. Both zombie shows, but two different kind of um concepts. Concepts of the of the zombie. Like All of Us Are Dead was basically trained Busan set in a school and I loved yeah. that shit. Um, But Happiness, I felt, was really closer because it felt more like living through COVID. But, um, like, <laughs> uh-huh. through the pandemic. But the pandemic just happens to be, like, a zombie thing. Both were yeah. really good. Both had great cast. I love seeing Park um, young chick again on my screen. Um, I really liked All the Kids from All of Us Are Dead. I, th- that show, pr- probably All of Us Are Dead, inches out Happiness just a bit because... I've literally was stressed the whole time I watched. I'm <laughs> like, I like I'm and I made everybody I freaking knew like I made half my house watch it. I was like, yes, <laughs> you were so stressed. You were like, oh, my God. <laughs> like I, I, had, I had not been that stressed since I watched Train to Busan. Like so that is kind of I put that I liked it more than freaking Walking Dead and I was a hard Walking Dead fan. I read comics, everything, but All of Us Are Dead was amazing. Um, second would be, um, Bad Buddy. Now I Bad Buddy. Um, I
1: will. I would say had the best. Hold on, what do you mean by second? What do you mean by second? You literally just said two. You're at number three. No, I picked All of Us Are Dead. So anyway, back
2: to Bad Buddy. Um, so it literally has. The happiness, you picked all of
1: us are dad and happiness. No, I picked. Yeah, all of us stop trying to sneak in. Nikki I has no respect anything. for the rules really upon this I'm podcast. But okay, anything. Nicole. Okay, continue, Nicole. It's not fine. Nicole. It's fine. Continue
0: nikki did anyway. i will say it's fair nikki did say that um all of us is dead or, or all of us are dead did inch out the other one for her favorite so yeah
2: mm-hmm. i was just saying a comparison she was mm. thank you now anyway back to bad buddy because as i was saying it had the best first kiss i had ever seen in a drama oh. Oh God! I so mean, good. it, it literally—it's—it's it's, the concept is literally Romeo and Juliet, two neighbors yeah. meant to not like each other because their parents have a beef going on, but love outstands all of that and they end up falling in love with each other. It—it it was probably one of the cutest things I had ever seen, and it really made me realize Thai BLs—they are all about trying to find a chemistry between actors uh-huh. and yeah. making that work throughout. Um, With K-dramas and other NC-dramas, and it's kind of just like, okay, we're just going to put two good actors or two mediocre actors together and see what happens. But oh, I yes. feel like... <laughs> yeah. I feel like when they are picking actual best friends to portray best friends and it, it just really good. Yeah. But the best drama of the year and I would probably go down I knew this was going to happen the moment I started watching it was extra Extraordinary attorney Woo uh yeah uh, that was yeah. good I uh, it yeah, that the was a really good list. drama it, it, okay. it, it was I was so obsessed with it because I thought it did you felt a very
1: personal connection oh, conne- yeah I felt
2: a very yeah. personal connection no it. I get it and yeah and also, outside of that, I thought the acting was just so... And mind you, I had just seen King's Affection at the end of last
1: year. So, Park Unbin
2: was kind um, of... That's because
1: Park Unbin is an actress. I mean, I've been... I've been writing right. for her since... I know. Literally, since forever and I spoke these words I'm so happy she's getting so popular now because like Mm -hmm. remember when I was back in the trenches with her saying that people are (laughs) underestimating how amazing she is of an actress and like she had gotten a little bit of buzz during age of youth and I was like come on let's keep it going keep the momentum going And she kind of fell off a little bit in terms of popularity but not for me because you know I stood by her Even I even watch Operation Love. Do you know how terrible Operation Love is? And I watch that (laughs) shit.
2: But the thing, the good thing, the good thing about Park and Bin is that she doesn't allow herself to be typecast Uh because to go from to go from because wasn't she the lead in that other drama with the music? What's the music show that you watched, Nikki? They did, like, classical music or whatever. Brahms. Oh, my
1: God. Do you like Brahms? Oh, my God. I love that move, that K-drama so much. Oh, my God. So yeah. So, you have
2: her going from Do You Like Brahms and then King's Affection. Oh, let's not forget
1: Hot Stove Leave, which was actually a completely, Mm -hmm. like, her character in Stove Leave, completely different from her character in Do You Like Brahms, completely different from King's Affection, and completely different from Attorney and Young Woo. So you actually
2: have someone who can en- en- envelop a
1: role? I just want you life. to know right now that we're going to come back to you saying this later when we are in part two. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I'm scared. No. Just think we're there. there, there but-
2: okay. But no, um, yeah, yeah. and also they probably were my favorite K drama. Well, no, I can't say they're my favorite K drama couple, but they were up there. Mm
1: -hmm. They were were really cute. I loved them. Like, I was Mm -hmm. just like, hee 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 hee. For me, my three are, and because everybody saw my answers, I'm going to stitch it up on you hoes. Ha! Anyways, (laughs) um, (laughs) no, I actually just, you know what it was? I forgot what I watched this year because. I haven't been writing reviews for them on the blog and not, I forget that I watch them. Not. But anyways, so um, I actually have a drama from every region for a favorite. So my favorite K-drama, and I realized that this counts because we counted it as a 2022 bingo item and therefore it counts for me and that makes me so happy so work later drink now K john what did i watch this year i loved it so much it was fun we got female friendships there was a part where it got really sad but you know yeah. in comparison to 39 right yes like it was just so much more lighter and hairy like mm, airier and, and like we've and fun we really got to see like like so I'm doing you know Amanda I'm doing that like drama thing and I did pick um 39 as my as the friendship but the reason Mm -hmm. why I picked 39 as a friendship is because you know that was the core of 39 like I didn't care about like the relationships that on the sides and all these things and like it, it was very well rounded and like these girls building their bonds, and that's how I felt with Work Later, Drink Now. And like my biggest fault with Work Later, Drink Now is them letting her have breast cancer for no reason, like no right reason. at the end too. Like it's no. like they they had a
0: gap in the story, and we're like, "Hmm, someone's about to die." Breast
1: <laughs> <up>. <laughs> but yeah, no. So Work Later, Drink Now um, is definitely my favorite Korean drama that I watched this year. With Attorney Woo Young Yu being a close second um and then my favorite Chinese drama that I watched this year is Reset and this is wild because I do not like um time drum Mm -hmm. stories I'm not really a big fan of time loops um to me it gets exhausted like once we Mm -hmm. once you loop four times I'm like okay I'm done let's wrap it up (laughs) um and I remember, because, like, I was, like, I was thinking about it, because I was, like, oh, yeah, no, Reset would definitely be my favorite, because I remember watching it, and I remember thinking, thank God, this is only 13 episodes. um, And then, the story itself was really interesting, like, you know, even though it was very much cop propaganda, you know, and how, because, <laughs> you know, that's what Chinese do in any type of modern show. Okay. They have to throw in the cop propaganda. I thought they did a really well job, uh, a really good job in, like, Oh, we're examining each of these Victor, like each of these people. Who is it? Blah blah blah, you know? What pissed me mm-hmm. off though with that drama was the final two episodes when you found out who the bomber was and then they wasted like two episodes trying to make us sympathize with him. And I'm like, Can't evil people just be evil? Like, why do we have mm-hmm. to have a good arc? Like, just let him like I would have just felt better if it was if it wasn't there there wasn't this whole sobbing sad story surrounding why he did what he did you know um because like when they gave us the plot twist like that was the best plot twist that they gave at the time you know but whatever and then the third one is a Japanese drama and it's first love which I literally binged in a day when it aired. It was beautiful, sweet. Even thinking about it just makes me smile. And because, Nikki, the reason why I remember it is because you were like, oh, you were searching for that, like, love feeling that you felt when you watched, like, that really good rom-com, you know? Yeah. And then I thought back to that. Like, I hate – you know me. I middle finger to second chance romances like everybody knows this everybody knows that I hate second chance romances and for me to sit down and watch this 12 episode drama like the entire day you should know that there was something magical about it and I don't know if it was because of the song or the acting I don't know what it is but it really worked for me and it was giving me everything it gave you amnesia side plot it gave you a side chick a earthquake it gave you Corona. Like, it gave. Memory I mean, loss. Like, <laughs> yeah. it gave you everything. Divorced mom. Like, it It was giving. So, yeah. Those are my three favorites.
0: Okay. Well, I definitely did not watch as many dramas as you guys did. Uh, so, my three would be <laughs> Alchemy of Souls, because I actually
1: did enjoy it. I was going to say, it, you know, I was, like, parts. not surprised. I like, to, I like <laughs> to guess Nat's favorite things. And then... I would make a comment from like, what? I didn't expect that. But yeah, Alchemy of Souls had to be number one.
4: Continue. Yes,
1: I really enjoyed it. It was fun.
0: I love the romance. I thought So Me and What's His Face had like the best chemistry.
1: Um, Sidebar, Nikki, did you see that they had a little extraordinary um, you reunion? Not woo. woo. You. Woo. Um, oh, so like, we had Rawoon, Varoon, Unbin, um, I forget, I why do I mm-hmm. forget Jake, uh, what do I? why do I forget his name and it's, it's literally so easy and I forget his name, Jay-Wook? but like the three of them, Jaywook, mm-hmm. yeah. They, mm-hmm. they did, like, I think it was like some kind of variety show or something that they were on and they were there. I'll send it to you. I was, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, my family was so cute. Anyways, mm-hmm. continue that. <laughs> yes that's who
0: actually who i was referring to jay wook <laughs> lee jay wook yes uh him and so Min. yeah him and so had like amazing chemistry but also she had very good chemistry with Huang minhyun, uh who i fell in love with this year R. that show was- could have been
2: that show should have been a harem show, just saying. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. I
0: mean, and the prince was in love with her. Like, who, yes. asked, like, wasn't in love with her at that point, you know? Uh, I just thought it was really fun. I love the world building. I mean, that's usually key for me anyways, with everything. Right. If the world is good, I actually don't really need the characters to be that great because the world is fine. Um uh, Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. Part two started. I'm going to wait for it to like be halfway through, I think. And then I'm going to like binge it. So I'm very excited. I heard it's still good. I'm happy that the chemistry with this new girl is good. Oh my God.
2: No, I started, I started, I watched the two episodes on Sunday. Yeah. So uh, they got a bigger budget.
0: Oh, I, I mean, it's only 10 episodes this time, too. So maybe they just like doubled every, the budget for every episode. So now it's really, really good. All the magic. Okay. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy. So uh, that was the first one. The second one would be Love is Sweet. And that filled the romance gap I needed, I guess, because like it really was a very cute, very sweet, very loving Java, Even with the oh my whole god like, marriage propaganda wow. at
1: the end. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wow that is yeah. that is actually I did not expect that But okay continue yes <laughs> uh,
0: well it's just that we were so into it like I want to say halfway or maybe 40% into the drama it was given everything and then it kind of yes,
1: like for 40%, you know the drama was just like and then 60% yeah. of it was like oh my god let's stop this yes <laughs> but sad.
0: but what saved the rest of the drama in ways that other dramas cannot be saved is that the chemistry is was there. Was chemistry great.
1: yeah okay exactly well lovely sweet makes my list as well but it's for on the other end yeah (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely i get that i just only have really
0: good like when i think of love is sweet i think of like their christmas scene when they were
1: outside
0: and like i think that's the the problem
1: for me because when i think of love is sweet i think also well i'll no whatever continue i won't interrupt you we'll talk about it when i get to it
0: okay but yeah so For me, when I think of Love is Sweet, I think of all the really good things. I don't think of the bad memories or the bad parts of the drama. So that, for me, is enough to be like, yes, it was one of my favorite dramas that I watched this year. Just, like, heavy on that. Um, And then uh, for my third drama, I actually didn't really have a third drama. Like, I think there are a lot of dramas that I enjoyed that were okay uh, but like when I think back to like 39, I think about how I cried so hard at the end, I got a headache. You know, when I think about oh. like, um like, uh what's that one? Something about the first 1%, I like, it was cute, but uh-huh. it was forgettable. It was cute. Yeah. It, but I would say then because Nikki already picked work now, work later, drink now, I'm going to pick that as well for my third one. <laughs> so I'm going to count that too. And I loved it. It was fun. You know, yada, yada, everything that Nikki had already said, because it was such a fun Fantastic drama, and really I mean, was. see what you want about Chase She won He's still hot to me, so I'm like, it's. <laughs> very, I mean, very I mean
1: he is though. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not, not gonna old you. I'm not gonna old you. Yeah. So okay. yeah. <laughs> oh right, So we're so on to worst. Bottom two. Mm. Oh,
3: bottom. Amanda. Two. Let me see. So okay, bottom two worst. Uh. At- Taiwanese one called Forty Nine Days with a Merman. I I mean I wind up dropping it, I think the second
1: episode. Merman. See? Merman. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I ran out. It wants (laughs) me to trash it so bad, but anyway, continue.
3: So it for a couple of reasons. One, it's it's queer baiting. It's just straight up queer baiting. Everything about it, everything about the opening credits and everything suggests that it's a boy's love which it turns out it's not at all oh, no. like it, it's it's just not they do everything as if it is but it's not and if it were it's a problem for me because it is a fully grown man and a high school boy and like no thank you so like mm. i i no. noped out of it because it was a fully grown man and a boy and then I had somebody tell me, oh, well, don't worry, it never actually, like, as much as it's set up like a boy love, they never actually act on it. I'm like, I don't care! It's creepy! And, like, that doesn't make it better. Like, queer baiting doesn't make it better. So, like, just, no. Um, and then... I'm gonna, okay. This is gonna be a controversial one because people absolutely love this drama and I'm happy that people loved it.
1: Oh my god, no, say it. I want to hear. I love controversy. Give it, bring the drama.
3: Okay,
2: Uh
1: little women. Uh I don't know what they can saying. Okay, and
2: uh,
3: I'll be fair, I dropped it for two episodes, right? Like, I.
2: I'm taking my ear pods out cuz I'm I'm only one episode in so I'm scared. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I only watched I'm not two watch it, I
3: only but, watched two episodes.
1: So, my thing, my
3: problem with it that is that it's a
1: very controversial take. I love it because Why would you love that drama?
3: Why would you call it and I'm sure it's a fantastic drama for what it is. It has nothing to do with the book. Like <gasps> Thank why you. would you call it a remake? Why would you call it a reimagining? Like literally in the first like 15 minutes they made marmy like a terrible human being and an awful mother what are you doing she's like the backbone of that story she's a wonderful mother and a good person what like it just i was like how is this a reimagining like i don't what so like it's cool i saw a lot of stuff on the timeline of people really like heavily reading things into it that I don't think honestly were there. They were like, it's so amazing. They've done this and this with the story and they've brought this into and I was like, did they though? Or are you just I'm (laughs) imagining something I I was I was looking I
2: was looking for it. Go
1: ahead. No, you may go. No, I was just saying I'm agreeing
2: I'm just agreeing (laughs) with Amanda (laughs) that um I don't see anything about Little Women in what I've watched so
0: far. And, um, I just and that's it was that fine. Korean thing that it was. You know how Koreans do no, that in, like music, they like they they use English terms and whatever to bring like up that image and make that connection, but it has nothing yeah. to do with it. So that's what but I the, it was.
3: the director was interviewed repeatedly talking about how it was a reimagining of the story little women like they were reimagining if Louise May Alcott's book was set in modern day Korea this is what it would look like and it was like nah
0: that's so the. You're, you know you're know lying. Like, like, so is it is it like you know if Michael Jackson was you know a Korean and making music today, this is what his music would sound like. Like, is that kind of like because that doesn't mean anything. Like that really doesn't mean. I. A goddamn why, you, why you
2: talk <laughs> Why you talk about statement like that? Why, why
0: are you talking about that? <laughs> But even it's a be- better connection Than what this is So <laughs> and I just, I think it
3: sounds like it was a phenomenal drama Like people who loved it I'm not into like revenge stories And like corporate intrigue and stuff So it was not for me Also I'm gonna say that the big twist that I heard, you know, I heard a lot of stuff about a big twist at the end that I literally called. We did an episode on certified newness about it, and I was like, Oh, you know that this is this, right? And they were like, No, and it was. So anyway, I was like, mm, they weren't Amanda's as clever like, as they I'm thought smart they were.
1: And you guys
3: aren't. It, like So like <laughs> I'm just saying, they weren't as clever as they thought they were, like the the writers and And cool, if that's the story you want to tell, that's amazing. Tell that story. But don't pretend you're telling something else. Like, that was just, it annoyed me. So, it just annoyed me.
1: Okay. Well, I was never going to watch, so that's good to know. Same. (laughs) Like, it literally, even seeing, like, everybody, like, being like, oh my god, it's so good. Like, I still just was never interested to watch it, so.
3: It's not Um, my kind of thing. I only did it because... A, the tie-in. I wanted to see if it actually was tied in. And B,
1: we were doing an episode for the podcast. So, you mm-hmm. know, you're going to have to. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, Nicole. I mean, Nikki. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I go by my government name. It's okay. Um, yeah. So, my bottom two, probably, it has to be Sound of Magic as one because I was
1: thinking that too but I I I don't the thing is like it's not like a terrible drama it's just it's like It's terrible drama. Eh. <laughs> it's just eh. yeah.
2: No, because I am a fan of musicals. If you're going to promise me a damn musical, give me a musical. Like I honestly I I love fantasy. I love musicals. I love uh G G work. G, yeah. G-G, I love him, um, but I, I love Long and Yup. I love all the pieces, but none of it came together for me. And having seen other shows from the same um, director, this one just falls in all the comparisons. I was confused. I was befundled. I'm just like, okay, is this real? is like is he a pedophile is, <laughs> what is happening and then all of the music was sad i was like like
0: I'm, it didn't add anything to this i'm to confused the story. because you you said all that stuff and then you said is he a pedophile i don't know how that yes! was connected because to it's, it's,
1: it's kind of weird The yeah. like yeah. Okay. whole thing it's like he's weird not. No, I get no. what she's saying though he's but, not yeah, but like sure. I get what he like it's just very right. weird like that. the whole situation is weird okay. I felt like I needed I wasn't
2: I needed to be high to watch this and I wasn't <laughs> well, I was high when I watched it so
3: I enjoyed uh. it well enough but I that exactly. I like a musical in- that's not dark and to me you know like I'm not in, into i don't want to go watch like um miss saigon in the theater like that's not my yeah. thing and this was dark
1: and i'm was, like you can
2: have a dark
1: musical look at sweeney todd but it's like, just like to me it's just to me it just gave off like like i said it was forgettable like i just forgot that i watched it like it wasn't like offensively bad where i was like oh my god this is like really terrible I was it, just like, oh this to is me. it was and, pretty though. It had it some reality. Yeah. Oh, oh my like, god it was, it was gorgeous. They, they I mean it's Netflix, you know, they came in with the yeah. budgets.
2: Mm-hmm. Um they my issue was that they were trying to be a little cerebral and you didn't need to be. Like sometimes yeah. it's okay to go simple.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so what's your next one?
2: Next one. Uh
1: love and contract. Mm. I was, Uh I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know why you finished that because you was bitching about that shit every fucking day,
2: girl. I didn't. I didn't. I got an episode left and I'm, it's so like, I keep going back to trying to inch my way to the end. I know what happens at the end and I'm just like, oh, how the problem is, is that I have fallen out of love or. I've taken off the rose-colored glasses when it comes to Parkman Young. Mm. I, when I first got into K-Dramas, I loved her. I was like, oh, my God, so amazing.
1: And yeah, and then you realized what I've been telling you all along. Yeah,
2: like, amazing. nothing changes except her face. Yeah. And yeah. this face uh, was yeah. not one I liked. I didn't necessarily no. like this face. And granted, the only good part of this show was... Um, what's his face? The
3: the male The, the male Yes he was the him. only good Yeah he he's the, the only, only reason target. why I keep considering hitting play Again but I'm
0: like no I don't want to
3: watch It
2: like, no, he's, he's actually the I was going to watch it That was no, the only reason I was going to
0: watch he, he it And played. then I just forgot
2: <laughs> so, so I the problem was I saw all the things that they were Wanting me to feel and I just wasn't Going to feel them mm. they wanted me to have Second lead syndrome and I'm like no, because at the end of the day, your second lead is an asshole. He basically coerced her into stop being a prostitute anymore. And was like, I need a contract with you. No, if you really love her, you wouldn't have had said yes. Mm. Um, and then they have this weird... Is she her mother? Is she a maid? Is she like this uh, whole, yeah. the whole corporate thing? I'm with you Amanda. I'm not really big on these corporate was revenge storylines. And again, so freaking messy. And I just felt they had a, they could have, it could have been better. Like I like the concept of her being a professional um, marriage single yeah. what is it, single it, helper. The I'm concept like, was I, cool. I'm like, if I had to be somebody,
0: I'd want to be that. Yeah. I feel like yeah. one, every day I think about other pet jobs to have. So, yeah, I guess. Right? <laughs> that
2: would be a great job. I would have all this money, have all these things, and I'd have these relationships in this non-committal way that's just perfect for me. So that was what I was drawn to. And then what they gave me, it was a sad-ass attempt uh-huh. at a rom-dramedy.
3: It was just I feel like she made... Like Parkman Young, but like forecasting love and weather was also this year and it was terrible.
0: Like, that's on my list, list. so okay, I'll be talking. I'll wait until you
2: get to that. We'll, yeah, but yeah, yeah, those are my two. Nikki,
1: um, so I thought that I had a mid year overall, um, and that. I think the worst thing, like the worst, the two worst things I watched were probably, um, Jang Bori. <laughs> also on my list, but yes, <laughs> and uh, and the Blue Whisper. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I stand in that. Those are the two worst things I watched because Jang Bori was just the thing was too. I watched the, ori- like, the not the original, because Jabari is the original. I watched the Chinese version, which is because of Me The New. And it starts Deng Lu. <laughs> oopsie. And um, I forget her name. But, uh, by C. So, the thing is, is that, like, I really, really enjoyed the Chinese version. Like, it's what got me into Chinese dramas. And... It was given everything. This was given nothing. And it was so confusing. And they just threw me into the story. And then no one is hot. And it was just mm. not fun. Just not a good time. And then with the Blue Whisperer, they lured me under a false present. The first like five episodes, I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing. Budget's there. Where Del giving us a little bit of different acting. You know, Renly looking sexy. And then episode seven started, and as we just keep watching, like honestly, if I wasn't watching it with that, I would have dropped it a long time ago because this bitch was dying for the last 20 episodes. Like, hurry up so and mad. die. We're so like, mad. why are you so. <laughs> and like, the last episode that we watched, she literally took 20 minutes in that episode to die. Like, 20 whole minutes, guys. She was dying for 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Like, it was a lot. And then, like, the acting is just not it. I don't nope. feel... The chemistry is not there, which is the nope. worst thing. Because let's... Like, first and foremost, this is supposed to be, like, an epic love story. Like, that's the whole point of this, is showing us their epic love story. And they have no chemistry. And then, the when your child actor is acting is out acting damn near everyone on the show, uh. it's like, why are we doing this? Why Why am I forcing myself to finish this it's so that I can talk about how sh- terrible it is that's yeah. why yeah, absolutely. but yeah those are my two what are your two that okay so I actually watched a lot of
0: bad dramas this year I'm not, I'm just gonna be honest about it uh <laughs> so my first one was Janglory as well because it was I actually dropped it like and if you know me I like to finish things I actually re- very rarely drop dramas books anything I will finish it even while I hate every minute that I'm finishing it because I don't really like leaving things unfinished. But Jan Marie was so stupid and so badly acted. The chemistry between the leads, like, was okay, but they didn't have enough interactions. One, and I think it took too long to give us them because you had that whole part where it's just the kids. And the kids were cute, but it was... So like it, it felt like it dragged too on, too long with uh-huh. the kids like before they flashed to the like presents. So by the time we got there we were already really bored and tired with the drama. You know what I mean? And also uh-huh. I don't like dramas where bad people get away with things. I just don't like it. I don't I don't Me like I already live in this world. I don't need to have that in my uh-huh. fiction. So hated that. Um it is dated which usually it's kind of cute and whatever but because it was everything else was already annoying me it was just like that was also very annoying <laughs> so it was just like no on no on no on no so we dropped it and i felt mm. so relieved when i stopped watching it it was just so bad and then can i guess what
1: your next one is Should sure. i guess can i guess sure going
0: no actually it's forecast oh my god no. why it was oh, it's for forecasting love and love weather. weather. Yes, it cu- it would have been Blue Whisper, but because we didn't, I, you know it, what? I
1: forgot. I forgot, yeah. I forgot yeah. that she liked Google. i Forgot no. that you watched that. Oh no, I didn't like. Google yeah, whatever. But I either, for- but, like. Yeah, she didn't like it either. But it's I forgot that you watched Forecasting Love and Weather. I should have guessed that so. because you did bitch about that a lot. I'm so sorry. I totally it's forgot. So- so I was on like
0: that. a Park Min Young kick because I had really enjoyed the two dramas that I watched before that, like Secretary mm-hmm. Kim and um, the other one, the better her one, Her Private, her private, private life. life. Yes, exactly. I like those two. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. there's another rom-com. Let me watch it. And the only good oh. thing I can say about Forecasting Love and Weather is that oh, I learned a lot about Weather. weather the weather stuff yes. was really fascinating it was Great. so fascinating it was pretty it was very well um re- like filmed and yeah. like everything was yeah. really well well done on that front i, I learned like things I, yes it yeah, should have exactly. been
3: it should have been just an office drama yes like, like yes. romance life. like yeah like, exactly just, still, Yeah, still still having still having song king in it exactly yeah but like they had no chemistry he felt None. like he was None. her little brother the whole time None. and thought this is a cute little brother relationship stop making out please
0: cause that's creepy but wait, like, it was okay. so creepy it like, was so dumb and like It got to a point where I actually was rooting, like, not for his relationship, but I was rooting for her ex, because he was, like, so funny to watch on screen. Oh, God. I love him so much. (laughs) Yes, he's so fun in comparison to her and the drama between her and Song Kang's character. Like, no one cares. The fact that they kept, they kept, like, they were cheaters. They were cheaters. Mm. They were cheaters. And
3: they kept trying to make us, like feel bad for them and like, like them. Oh, oh i'm sorry that your marriage is rough yeah you know why because you're cheaters like yeah, exactly you started out wrong it's a so bad it. way to start a marriage like <laughs> exactly yeah exactly. like we're
2: we're not going to root for you keep being funny but yeah. we're not going
0: to root for you i, <laughs> I don't care I, I realized that I hated this drama when it made me dislike her mom because if you know me oh, anything her yes. mom is in is like you know that's mm. my favorite drama you know like she was fantastic mm. in um shoot what's that drama with eric from shinwa um oh yeah like yeah. she was fantastic in, and she's been fantastic in she was in her private life she was fantastic in that she so was like, a healer Yes, yes. So everything I've seen her in, like, I love her. She's my mom. She's my Korean mom, whatever. But uh, I hated yeah. her in this drama. I hated um, everybody. The only people I didn't hate was her sister and the coworker that oh, we were dating. Yes. They were the only good part of this drama. I like that. It was so, cu- the author and the version. Yes, I yes, it. exactly. It was uh-huh. very cute and they were fun. And I, like, even the one with that guy and his wife, who his family oh, that he abandoned? Man. Like that yeah. was like so annoying to me because I'm like, oh, this man doesn't care about his family. He only cares about the weather. Like now I'm supposed to yeah. like root for him to like be a better. And then she got mad because she thought he was like, cheating on her. It was so stupid. Like the whole thing, the whole oh, drama yeah. was dumb. Yeah, like no, there be was no... The Then
3: they threw in stuff at the end. It was like okay, the and dad? now we're going to do the third act yes. up,
0: and you were like, why? And don't like just please. And the dad oh, and almost dying, dad? and then we were supposed to feel yeah. bad for him and then right. he got a happy ending by living with his his thief of a fucking dad who, ru- who tried to what? ruin his life numerous times. Like, what? <laughs> it was so messy. So, oh, it was messy. so messy.
3: It was oh, really But it was, it was beautiful. Yes. Oh. It was beautiful. The dad. weather was the great. The weather was
0: great. Yes. The weather yes, stopped.
3: Yes. I was watching something else with my kid the other day and I was like. Oh well this is because of this because yes, I knew it was love and weather
0: <laughs> So and I mean, learned something. It to... should have just been slice of life, cut most of that drama out. It was unnecessary and Give do a... do a chemistry test. I'm I'm begging oh, Korean dramas at this they... point to do a chemistry no, test.
2: Because like I said earlier, yeah. Thai... Actors, they do workshops
3: before it the drama. Does, yeah, these people don't workshop nothing. Yeah, like That's spend true. some time, like do some of those weird tie your wrists together, and you got to spend some time together things like. just Yes, uh, you know why? God. It's because
2: they have such of these. They were trying for this age difference romance is yes. Nuna this kind of thing. thing. Yeah, but if there is no. Sorry there's to say, nothing there's, no there's sexual, nothing there's no sexual chemistry there if you're so ingrained in this hierarchy it's not going to come across on screen well like he yeah. literally
0: was her little brother who she up yeah. with yeah and, <laughs> i mean and even Song Kang was okay looking in this like i feel like because the whole drama was shit i was like i wasn't even able to thirst after him as much i just wanted <laughs> him gone off the screen for the most part cuz he was so dumb but yeah okay. i that was definitely the Honestly, it stopped me from being really pro parkman Young because I—that's why I haven't watched Best love contract
1: thing because See, I was just like, I oh, I have you? Seen because <laughs> I've been, I've been not for um pro parkman Young for years. But and Nobody, nobody, was nobody, that. nobody. Have you watched
3: me, her but other but weather one? When the weather is one. fine, because she's no, really no, good in that. That is a really good drama. That that is that I will add small, it to my list. Though. Yeah. That that anyways.
1: Yeah. So, Amanda, which drama is your biggest disappointment? Uh,
3: okay. Um, we've already talked about a couple of my biggest disappointments, like Love and Contracts, Sound of Magic. Like I wanted to like them, you know. Um, I'm gonna go with Ken Porsche. <gasps> I. I know, I know.
0: Controversial. Well, the gifts on Tumblr have been very spicy. I'm going to very spicy. It. I, have, <laughs> I have watched
2: Ken Porsche. I am listening with a okay, very blonde so ear. Let's Again,
3: call.
0: I dropped it.
3: Like, I, I dropped it. And... When did we drop it? I dropped it about episode four, about when one lead rapes the other one and everybody okay, thinks okay, it's okay. sexy. And I yeah. was like, mm, yeah, you know what? He, I mean... The whole point of that scene is that he is stopping him from being raped by somebody else because he's too drunk and too drugged to consent. And then he has sex with him. And I'm like, if he's too drugged to consent to the other guy, he is too drugged to consent to you. This is not something I want to watch. So I know people love it. And I know like, I'm going to get people who go, oh, you didn't, like, what were you expecting? Like, romantic sweetness? It's, a, it's about, you know, gangsters. Okay, cool. Consent is still a thing. Like, I still don't have to choose to watch rape. So I was really looking forward to it because I like a grown-up romance. I, I don't hate a story about gangsters and, like, and shootouts. and You know, I was looking forward to action and shootouts and sexy times. Okay, cool. But to me, rape is not sexy times. So that, that was not for me. So yeah. um, that was a disappointment. To, yeah.
2: I to piggyback that. Back on that, because I finished the drama. Uh, that, that scene is a problem. It is very problematic. It's very hard to get past. And I I pushed, you know, I'm just like, hmm, it's sexy, but not that sexy. If he's literally high and out of his mind, but whatever. Um, but I will tell you, you saved yourself because it got even crazier because then incest got involved. Yeah, oh, wow. of, course of course it did. It got, of it did. <laughs> it yeah. got really like they're suit—they're not cousins, but they're kind of cousins. Yeah, his mom, his mom was locked up in a closet the whole time from when he was a kid. It gets very crazy and apparently it's gotten even worse and behind the scenes stuff. The authors I heard about have, that.
0: The authors have that. basically
2: propositioned a minor. Yep. It's very R. Kelly in Thailand.
0: Yeah, um, I heard that the, um, I guess the underage lead had to be like the other male lead that was an adult was basically like shadowing him because the writers of the drama yep. were like very inappropriate towards him.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah and because and because um some actors aren't like giving into their craziness they have now written the second book to be even worse than the first so it, it's, it's very time. so yeah uh,
3: you know kudos again, I'm happy for the people who yeah. enjoyed it it was just I was looking forward to enjoying it and it was not for me so yeah. fair enough valid
0: very yeah. valid. All right, Nikki.
2: Um, my disappointment would probably be again. I had a lot of mez too, but uh-huh. twenty five, twenty one.
0: Really? Uh-huh.
2: Okay. I. How many damn episodes were that? Twenty, twenty episodes. Um, long ass episodes because it was Netflix. I love me some Hyuk. I really liked Kim Taehee. I I really liked the whole concept of the show. I was rocking with it every week. And then the end and I mm-hmm. didn't get not one damn answer.
0: Oh, I heard about that. People were pissed. Okay. I, yeah, okay. I, who is her father? <laughs> like I like, literally
2: I get the whole it's about, you know, falling in love at certain times in your life and all this stuff. Um, I felt this show would have been really better if they made it a lesbian show between Kim Tae and Bono.
0: Honestly, uh, you it. could solve many problems if you made it lesbian. <laughs> like Blue Whisper would have been definitely better if you made it a lesbian drama. Especially
3: K dramas, because yeah. so many of uh-huh. those male leads are just such trash that you're like, you yeah. know, if you weren't here, this would be a better story. But yeah. anyway. I just
2: <laughs> like I just felt I I what I found more interesting about the show was the the setting of the show and again just like with forecasting love and weather I learned a lot about you know the the I IMF crisis mm, and, yes yeah and um what it what it takes to work at a news station I learned a lot about. Would they play? Oh, they were fencing. They were fencers. Uh I I learned a lot about that. I, but I just felt it was such a big build up of a show. Like every every week, you're like, okay, I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn something new. Okay, we're gonna finally get a kiss. Okay, we're gonna get this. We're gonna get that. Um, I was also a little disappointed because sometimes I got taken out of the fact that Kim Ta is much older. (laughs) Right. Than what she was playing.
3: <laughs> I I'm like she was like what, like ten years older than the character she's playing? Yes. Like and I, okay, and I'm what's like, weird to me is that um Ju Hyuk is younger than her. I, I'm so weirded yeah. out by this trend of casting like somebody older, like an older actress, to play as if she's younger than an actor who's like five or ten years younger than her. And you're like right. why are we doing that? Like are there or, not actual actors who are older than her who could play older right. than her? Like like or do we need like or when actresses play the
2: younger versions of themselves when we can even hire <laughs> um an just put some we- weave
0: on and for the girls and that's it. You're good to go. Right.
2: <laughs> Again, it was a Netflix show, so you know, beautifully produced. Mm-hmm. I think that's that was also a theme this year. Netflix came beautifully Uh with the shows but But the stories lacked the stories the stories lacked a lot Mm -hmm. um I mean I did find I enjoyed Bona a lot I mean she was never my favorite from Cosmic Girls
0: but I mean it was her breakout role so good for her
2: yeah, yeah I I really enjoyed her and I really I I'm waiting to see what she does next I I but as a show, I was really disappointed.
1: Oh, oh my God. I was saying something and I'm like, oh wow, not y'all ignoring me, but it's fine. <laughs> um, I didn't realize that I was muted. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: did wonder why you were being so quiet. So there you go. I was go. like, oh my <laughs> god, he's being so respectful right now.
1: I mean, it's just, it's cool. <laughs> wow, okay, rude. well, Nikki is done with hers. So yeah. how about you? What was your biggest Um, disappointment? I have two. Actually, no, I only have one. I was thinking about saying why secondary Kim, but I'm not disappointed because I literally had no expectations for it and it (laughs) actually met my zero expectations. So that's chill. Um, But I think love is sweet. I know love is sweet is my biggest disappointment of the year. Yeah. And so Nat, you know how you said, oh, every time when you think about it, you think about like the amazing chemistry and nothing else. So for the longest time me big fan of Yangshi, big fan of Bailu, everybody knows that like they're my people. I was really I wanted to watch this so badly and I waited when it was airing because it wasn't a, it wasn't on a site that I could very easily watch it on. Um and then you know, seeing everybody talking about how amazing it is and how amazing it is and every day like Reading people like, oh, Bailu shouldn't act with anybody but Young Shi, and Young Shi shouldn't act with anyone but Bailu, and like seeing all the fan wars and all this stuff, the disrespect towards all these other people. When I finally watched that drama, I was like, yeah, they had amazing chemistry, but the drama was so mid. Like, it was just so terrible. What they did to Dulei, like, Made no sense. Like, so that dumb. just happened yes. out of nowhere. And when I think of that drama, that's specifically what I think about was just mm. the insanity of this the, the whole Dulé storyline. And then I think of how, like, I just, like, the last, like, 15 or so episodes, like, the last 10 episodes were just terrible. And I just, I can't get over the fact that, like, I see so many people praising it online every day to this day, and I'm just like... It's such a bad drama though, you know? I, will, and so, I can
0: admit that as well. Like, I mean, yes. If you go by the actual quality of the full drama, I com- I agree. I do agree that- And to a me, drama, like, and that's
1: drama, why, like, yeah. it's not, a like, I'm obviously I didn't put it as my worst drama because yeah. it's really not, like, the worst drama. Like I said, like, for me, the chemistry is literally what saves that drama. Like, if, mm-hmm. it, if, if it was not for Bailu and Youngshi in that drama- that drama would literally be like a negative one rating but it's just like it was just so disappointing to me because I like I said everyone I know has praised that drama back and forth how amazing it is and I'm just like but where where is this amazingness that you spoke of you know um and it makes me disappointed because now they have another drama that's pro- that's going to air in a couple of months and obviously I'm going to watch it because I love me a Shansha, love me um shi in his white suit always looking fine with his lace front flowing down you know 30 inch bust down <laughs> but i i'm but i'm also like oh I feel like, eh, about it, you know? I'm like, like, if this was yeah. another, like, if, if if Love is Sweet, if I thought Love is Sweet was amazing, I would have been so much more excited to watch um, till the end of, till the moon ends, till the end of the moon, whatever it's, it's gonna be called. But now I'm like, oh. And even, like, seeing, like, the behind the scenes and stuff, because, you know, everyone's hyping it up now and they're having all mm-hmm. the cute stuff. I'm like, I wish I just, I wish I felt more love towards it you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh-huh. that's why it's my biggest disappointment.
0: Okay, well, my biggest disappointment this year was during our Yun and He rewatch with Gung, and I will say <laughs> it's a disappointment because it happened like around the same time as like Coffee Prince happened, and like they're both really obviously visually dated dramas so i was mm-hmm. like okay well coffee prince is so fantastic like how mm-hmm. bad like you know how much of a difference could there be between that and goong <laughs> and it is
1: literally like well, night
0: and day in Yeah, because opinion
1: Gooh was goong yeah. was also like 2006 i think yes yeah i mm-hmm. think so yeah and then coffee mm-hmm. prince was like
0: 2009 or something yeah
1: yeah it was like a and little it was bit faster. later yeah, and it was after um what's it called? Boys over Flowers. Yeah, I believe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So no. Goong itself, like it's what kills me about Goong is that the story itself, like the Oh no, the- it was
2: before Boys Over
0: Flowers. Boys Over Flowers oh. two thousand nine. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. But the thing about Goong is that, like, the core of the story is very, very interesting. You know, like, a Mm -hmm. modern-day royalty, you know, in Korea, monarchy in Korea, you know, in, like, whatever the (laughs) modern era is. Obviously, it was, like, 2006 modern era. But, like, you know, like, that is kind of a cool... You know, story. Uh-huh. And I, and like this whole like pledge, you know, our kids, our grandkids would get married kind of thing. Like that is really interesting. But then you actually sit down and you watch the drama. And Sick, Sick, or whatever you realize that ask. nobody is fucking likable. No, no yeah. single person. She's a bird. He's a dick. His cousin's <laughs> annoying and, and jealous for no reason. The second, and the then movie is a bitch. Um,
1: Camilla like, is annoying. Yeah, like Camilla. every
0: single person Camilla. was so annoying and unlikable and I don't actually mind unlikable characters but I don't like dumb unlikable characters okay. I don't like people who are not like you know people who are unlikable but they they have you know some traits about them that are like you know interesting at least and like compelling and you know maybe you don't like what they're doing but they're actually not bad people because they have actual reasons like none of these characters had any of those motivations like he was no. a dick oh. because he was a dick the second female lead was a, a bitch because she was a bitch. Like his cousin was jealous. She was, was, a, jealous. Loser. She she was a loser. She was a loser.
1: Like she, was, she, she had, had everything loser. in the palm of her hands
0: yeah. and was like, He no, literally I'm be a dancer. Asked her to
3: marry him," and she's yes. like, "No."
1: And then she's mad that he's marrying oh someone God, else, no. and you're like, "And then this she, world she and then that? she We're gives no up noise. her ballet scholarship," and it acts like he's the reason why she's not doing ballet. Like, bitch, bye. It's your fault. So salty.
0: So it was just so like everything about it was bad. So like yeah, that was my biggest disappointment because I went in thinking like you and he. Like I've seen her in not great Mm. dramas. I'm not gonna lie. Like I have seen her in not marry him if you dare. Marry him if you dare. And that (laughs) when she did with with that. Whoever that K-pop idol's ex, the re- the more recent one, where she's like an idol in a fake marriage, like that was really bad. So like yes, you know, I've seen really her bad, bad dramas, but I feel like Goon was actually the worst drama I've ever seen her in, and mm-hmm. so and that's just a lot. Okay. <laughs> so it was yes, also her first drama. drama. I get. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she probably didn't have much choice in what she picked, and it was huge a success at the time, right? So like, yeah. I get that, yeah.
1: but. Yeah, like, back, the thing is, like, heard I, like like you know how there was a coffee prince like little thing. There's not gonna be a goon thing because they all no. pretend that drama does not exist. <laughs> like, every cast Except member. For,
3: they're supposedly remaking it. There's a remake I mean, coming out. Well, so the for
1: that. yeah, that's if because had, like, a there is like writer writer a manga and, like, or like a manual or something yeah. like
0: that yeah. Yeah. So there's a yeah. source material for them to remake it from. So that's good. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy to hear that. And I will check it out to see like who's involved and what's going on with it. Because I, as I said, like the core story itself is really interesting. Everything mm. else is shit. So that was my biggest disappointment this year. All right.
1: Okay. All right. So, All right. Nice. Books. Woo! And it's the same, same kind of I guess, um, rolliefade setup. It's, set up. it's <laughs> for me to <laughs> I'm that. Oh, you don't have no books, okay, good. Even I've, better. I've, been, I've, I've been illiterate for the last few years, so I don't know <laughs> even better. That. So, Amanda, what's your favorite book that you read this year?
3: My favorite oh, it's hard to narrow down, but I am gonna go with the Monsters We Defy by Leslie Penelope. um It is sort of an urban fantasy, but it's set in like the twenties. In Washington, D.C., and um, in the, like, the Black community there, uh, the lead character is based off of a minor historical figure. Like, she appears in a, a news story once kind of thing. Um, and the author took that and, like, jumped off from it. And uh, it's got, like, basically... It's like a heist story about a group of people who have made essentially deals with the devil, like with the Fae. And they've been given special abilities, but with the special ability comes a a bad thing as well, a trick. Like you get a trick with your treat. So like one of the guys is an actor and he wishes that he would be like super famous and so the so he becomes super famous and he can look like he can embody any role which means he can can actually change his physical appearance so people like almost like he has a a mirage around him kind of thing so people see him as all these different characters whatever character he wants to play that's what they see but nobody can ever see the real him so Mm -hmm. literally if he takes his glamour off other than the other people who have these tricks, people literally cannot see him. Like there's a man he's in love with who he's sitting there, he's having a conversation with him. And they're like, so what happens if you take your glamor off? When the guy leaves the room, he takes his glamor off. The guy comes back and he's still standing in the exact same spot. And the guy looks right through him and is like, oh, did he have to leave? (coughs) Like he cannot see him. So nobody can see the real him at all. So it's always like, there's always a trick to it, but then there's like yeah. this thing that's going on, and and people are are getting sick for no reason, and and disappearing and stuff. And so there's there's just so much going on in this story, but it's all really really good stuff. And the just the writing and the setting and everything was just phenomenal. Like it, just top I mean, tier. Top tier story. Phenomenal. Yeah. It was so good. It was yeah really really good like it made me it's one of the books this year um, that made me go I haven't actually read any other of her books like uh, this is the first book that Leslie Penelope wrote under her full name but she has a whole bunch of other books under L Penelope so I'm going to look up like I'm going to read those books because this one was so good I just really want to read everything else she wrote
1: so okay yeah, yeah it sounds good. um so since nikki has nothing i'll go um <laughs> for me it would so here's the thing i was actually really disappointed because i actually had to look to see what i rated like which books i rated five stars this year and i rated only three books five stars this year and according to goodreads i've read 80 books now i think or 82 or something like that Mm-hmm. according to yeah. the reviews, that's how many books i've rated i've read I, yeah i think i gave maybe four or five
3: five stars and i've read and i mean amount. i always
1: knew that i was like picky like i always knew that about myself that i'm like a picky reader and i'm very stingy with ratings and stuff but i was just disappointed that like because like i can distinctively remember last year like i remember reading um The Girl with the Louding Voice and Loving mm-hmm. That and The Roommate Risk. Like those were my two favorite books that I read last year, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and this year I was like, it's sad because I overall, like the the, the two books that I would say, yeah. which are the two books that I gave like five stars, are Jeanette McCurdy's memoir, I'm glad my mom died, and um Tony Morrison's book, you know? So it's just like I was a little bit sad, to be honest, overall, that I did not have the best reading um, reading uh-huh. year this year, but I, for me, the best book I read was I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. Uh-huh. Net. Oh, that's it? Oh,
4: okay.
1: I
0: thought you were going to say something about the <laughs> yeah. book, but
1: okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, oh,
0: I yeah. mean... Or, like, about oh, why you like the
1: book I, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's a memoir. I'm sorry, guys. I just, it's <laughs> a, because it's like such a well known book. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just didn't. Oh, I see what you mean. But you didn't like, want to, like, memoir. rehash it. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. That's why. And I think I, I think I talked about it in the last episode or something. So I was just like, oh, oh okay. But, anyways, so, uh, I'm glad my mom died by Jeanette McCurdy. And it's just her, Jeanette McCurdy, for people who don't know, is from iCarly. More popularly, that's where she's from, and um, Salmon Cat. And so she wrote a book called I'm Glad My Mom Died. And she, in that book, she basically tells us about, like, you know, her life and her history with her eating disorder and, like, you know, living with the pressure that her mom – her mom's essentially the reason why she became an actress because her mom put all that all those pressures onto her. And then mm-hmm. she talked about, you know – how her mom literally gave her, like, vaginal exams until she was, like, 16 or 17, and, like, the pressure she felt to have sex, and all those different stuff. So, like, it she really just, like, got down into the nitty-gritty of why she doesn't, she didn't like her fame, and she didn't like what it cost her, and why she's, like, not in the public eye right now, in that manner. And it was a really, mm-hmm. really, like, good book. Like, it was really well-written, i listened to the audiobook she does a fantastic job it was like i cried like it was so touching and like heartfelt and it just really puts into perspective like how really bad child actors have it you know
0: yeah
4: yeah
1: yeah
0: Mm -hmm. okay that's good uh so my best book and I like you guys had like all these really interesting books mine is basic it's a very basic book but it was Storm Echo from Nalini Singh and I'm not gonna explain I was gonna say it's it's what you just read
1: yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, I was like it has to be the Nalini Singh because like the only other books that Nat has read this year has been like 35 alien porn books you know (laughs) (laughs) but here's the thing here's the thing about it right
0: like even though I didn't read as much as I normally like, I have, I've always been an avid reader and like, I only read 44 books this year and I'm actually really happy about that. And I enjoyed most of them. So like, even yeah. with the fact that like this Nalini saying book was definitely my favorite, but it was my favorite because when it was a really good story, it was like one of the strongest stories in like her recent run on this like side Changlin sort of series, <laughs> but also like, It was a return to like the characters that I love so like yeah that's why I love the book and I felt emotionally connected to the book I mean when you've been reading a fucking series for like 15 years like you're gonna feel stuff you know like this connection to Ah. the characters right you're gonna Uh feel like oh my god this is what happened to this person and their husband and their kids and like you feel like you're at home you know in some ways so I really enjoyed that and yeah that was my favorite book this year um, so what was your okay. worst book, Amanda? Oh, let me see my worst
3: oh gosh, I oh okay, no, it is mm. worst, I'm gonna go with the summer of Christmas it terrible book terrible book. um, looks like it's gonna be cute, like it's a. A Christmas in July kind of rom-com story about a girl who wants to be a script writer and she writes a script loosely based on her romance like growing up in this small town she and this boy were best friends and they you know dated all through high school and all through college and then they broke up. And so she writes a story based on their love story and their romance, but then she kills him in the end because she's still so bitter about their breakup. (laughs) Um, And they're going to make a movie of it, but it's, you know, set at Christmas. So they, like, it's a whole thing, right? And they go scouting for location. And of course they find the perfect small town and it's her small town. Like they're literally going to film this movie about her life there and of course the perfect winery for the boy to be from is the winery that is this boy's family's winery and it, the thing is they were terrible they were terrible people the writing was terrible the people were terrible there was at no point did I feel like I wanted them to get back together I was like no please don't don't no you guys <laughs> you guys broke up for a good reason because you guys don't Yeah, just stay broken up. So the writing team is a husband and wife who work on like Hallmark Christmas movies, and a lot of it, like, so you'd think it would be good. Some
1: Hallmark Christmas movies, right?
3: Same. So I was like, okay, this it has to be good. Well, they wrote it like it wasn't written to be a book. Like they wrote it like it was a movie. So they kept doing weird cut scenes and stuff that don't work in books. It doesn't, oh. they, they didn't write it like it, the characters weren't great to begin with, and then the writing was terrible, and you were like, you guys should si- stick to scripts, like, you yes. don't know how to write a book, and you should have got an editor to teach you something, because you don't know how to write a book, and it was bad that way, and disappointing, <laughs> and just, just bad, it was just bad, I was like, and my biggest pet peeve in it is that they wrote everything from the perspective of like being Hollywood insiders. And so they explained like everything to do with film industry got explained in detail. It would be like, like they literally explained in the page, what IMDB is the internet movie database. And it was like, People know what IMDb is just because we're not in the movie industry doesn't mean we don't know what IMDb is or they'd be like craft services and then like have a big explanation of what craft services is I know what craft services is like this is not my first rodeo come on like it was just so annoying every single time everything about the movie that they were filming within the book got explained to you as if you did not live in a world where behind the scenes stuff exists and we know as like readers and watchers of film what any of this stuff is it was just like it was annoying it was poorly written and then the story was bad too so it was like there was just no winning it was just bad all around
0: yikes. It's funny because I remember back in the day arguing with people on IMDb message boards about Roswell, like the original 1999 Roswell. So it's kind of funny that they felt like they needed to explain that like we don't right. know what IMDb is. <laughs> like-, like I could get it if it if this was
3: like if this was 10 years ago or 15 yeah. years ago or whatever and the internet's just kind of new and fresh and people don't really get it and so okay, cool. But like no like I know I also, know what variety like can is I
1: know like yeah but and also people can literally just like if google they're that? reading it in like a yeah google they can google pretty. it one and they can also just like click on like the things too and like it tell yeah. like if you're if you're not reading like a physical book you know what I'm saying but whatever mm-hmm. um for me my worst book So even, so yeah, I read 90 books. I went and I checked Um, and like, you know, my favorites were, was uh, Jeanette McCurdy's and then obviously Toni Morrison's Sola. Um, But I was like interested to to notice that like, I really didn't have like a book that I like absolutely hated, except for the one that I'm going to say. Because like everything else was just okay. And like even the bad books, even like the like, let's be real. I read questionable books. Like I read a book about this tentacle fucking this woman in the ceiling. Like we, I've read a lot. I read a book about <laughs> balloon animals. Fucking like, yep. but it still wasn't a bad Being book. railed
0: by the Easter Bunny.
1: Um, yeah, grim we read about vows. like,
0: yep,
1: like yep, we yep. read about like pumpkin spice gum, like all of these things. But they're they're not <laughs> bad. They're just like weird. weird yeah <laughs> um so the worst book that i read this year is miss rachel what her um van Dyke? oh that's van my Dyken. favorite that was my worst book too so my summer yay. And so <laughs> yay so we can talk about oh, that together okay. yes. apparently it's it is definitely a lot of people's um favorite worst book yeah. yeah it's our fa- it's apparently our fate the Number 1 played episode of our podcast this year on Spotify. So yeah. I read one cha- I read one chapter and I was done. <laughs>
3: it was no, it was terrible. I you know, Nick- you guys Nicky. said about how terrible it was so I just never picked it
0: up.
1: Nikki, oh, yeah. just literally just yeah. listen to our episode. No, we we, went, the thing is the thing we is I know chapter by chapter. Yeah. No, I I read
2: the first chapter when remember when you went first read it and you complained to me about it. I fucking know Rachel Van Dyken. I've met her multiple times, and just the audacity for this—sorry, it's sorry, this not
1: racist—white woman to write no, this book. Really. <laughs> uh, because because at the I? end, of it, that was the big, that was the book's biggest flaw: is that you are a white woman, and who within that book, you figured out that that woman was a white woman. Like you just yeah, knew she watched- was a white woman. Yeah. She watched two BTS videos and a straight <laughs> kids video and wrote a book. She said that that is what
0: you know, is. I know what K Pop is. is about. <laughs> that's literally what she did. Yeah, it was really bad. Like the female lead was annoying. All of the dudes were questionable. Um, but I think it was the over-explanation of every single thing, like honey and Hubei and, and like, you know, this
1: and the weird adding the of three words and, where they were unnecessarily the added. of it too yeah. because yeah. like, she she just tried to, to make everything seem so simple and hee hee ha ha like, I'm sorry, in what universe is what happened at the end actually, ever going to happen in real life like, in yeah. what fucking dimension would that ever happen but yet still, so you're trying to use your book as a as an inside look into the K-pop industry, and then you 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 write and say some shit that is just so overtly offensive, you know? Yeah, and then
0: like it was clearly like she made the female lead biracial with Korean because she wanted to have that connection, but she clearly wrote it from the perspective of her being a white person and being in like having white privilege mm-hmm. and being only like a white person and not actually connected to that. Korean side of her Uh, and I think that itself in itself was a big problem because you're a white person why are you writing from a perspective of somebody who's biracial and just discovering the other part of them you don't understand that and so it came across as like really sloppy and like the whole like love triangle was stupid all the girls were bitches in this like every single female character was the worst like it it just I was so angry by the end. They of probably it. read
2: like really bad fan fiction. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: So like we were offended not just by like fans of good writing, but fans of K-pop as fans well. Of K-pop. Yeah. Because like she did not respect it enough or know enough about yeah. it to write a actual story. She did story no that research. Would, yeah. That like made you sense. said, she had like a said, dark Nikki. side of K-pop. She watched one episode. like honestly. Yeah. Yo,
2: she's okay. I'm gonna tell you right now because. I have the inside track to this. She literally is one of those authors because she's not the only one that discovered BTS during quarantine and mm-hmm. was like, I'm gonna market it off this. It's the same way how every Twilight fanfic writer decided to be E.L. James. Yeah. That's literally what mm-hmm. happened. And she did no research whatsoever and had and no so, but, about but, it oh, either.
1: Oh, 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 but she says in her little... Thingy and like the the fucking like um forward, beginning of the book yeah. in her like forward yeah. she's all like oh I did extensive research and I had no idea like I didn't think that this would ever sell and when I thought of this and blah 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 and I'm like. You're fucking lying! Like, shut up. You wrote it but because yeah. you knew it was hot.
0: One and like, I hated uh. the forward. She was like, I had so much help from people in Canada, England, France, all these places. And then she said Africa, and I'm like, oh, so Africa, yep. is a country, <laughs> now, like that right. like the forward itself, was not, not a con- not understand. a continent. It's a it's, it's a country because you're putting it next to country so clearly Africa is a fucking country and the fact that this book was actually bought to be like it's funny because it was bought to be adapted for like television or film but we've never heard a single thing about it after that so Yeah we have that, not that, heard anything not, and I'm like yeah, I think God. they saw the I think they saw the reviews and like the people who actually had it has- so but it has such a
2: good um goodreads real goodreads of of is fans. dumb
0: goodreads is stupid yeah. all the so people dumb. on like i honestly I, I think next year my plan is to like actually go lower than i normally would just to balance out all of the positive like review I, <laughs> I did the opposite this year
3: with yeah. um a book uh by Quana jackson she wrote this book hilarious book called um uh, how to Marry Keanu Reeves in 90 Days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So Everybody funny. hated that book. But,
1: but I think okay, people... Okay, but they did they? not read it.
3: This, yeah. is what, think- this is the thing. If you go in and you look at those reviews, those really terrible, terrible reviews from a lot of white women, I'm going to say it. Like, I'm going to throw my people under the bus here. I was going like, to say, she can is. say it, too. And
1: the <laughs> because she's white.
3: <laughs> they, there are a lot of white women... Who looked at this book saw Keanu Reeves' name in the title and the author's name. saw a road trip and saw a black woman on the cover and decided they knew what this book was about because the what they've actually written, like what they've written about it, is not even in the book. They're like it's so cringe and it's so this. It's not that's not the book. What you have said is you have made a whole review about how much you hate this book and how terrible it is based on the cover and the title. You've decided that, you know, and you did not read the book because none of what you've said is actually in that book. And it pissed me off so much. I, to be honest, it was probably for me, a three and a half or a four read. Like it's a, it's a nice romance. Like it's a fun good read but like it's not life altering for me but I gave it a 5 star because there were so many 1 and 2 star ratings from people who clearly did not read the book it pissed me off
0: yeah I'm looking at the I'm reviews right agree. now and it's a lot of people who like I dnf'd it or oh, like you know they're complaining about everything but the plot of the book
3: yeah I they did not I, I'm, I'm gonna say it they didn't read it cause it was yeah there's a lot of things that people said about that book that are not actually mm. in that book is keanu reeves in the book he is in
1: the book at the end he is. Yeah. and she does not she's it's because she like it's so stupid like i don't understand why it caused so much controversy but she- the whole point of it is she's like she's I, the character is somebody
3: who at a really low point in her life, discovered Keanu Reeves as an actor, and his movies helped her get through a low period in her Aww. life. And she's a huge fan. And there's a rumor that he's getting married in ninety days, and she wants yeah. to shoot her shot.
1: So her best friend, who's it's a dude not even in like the car with I mean, her, is the love interest. Either it's just so annoying. Yeah, he's not the love interest, and she's
3: not really. I mean probably easily half into the book she's not actually going to like she's going to try and find him to tell him how much she his he and his work have meant to her in her life and she's stuck in a rut and she's just trying to like do something with her life and like and I think honestly if Keanu Reeves read this book he would probably think it was really cute he would probably start like he would cameo in the movie the way he did for that Ali Wong movie. Like he would, mm-hmm. he would do it. He would think it was great, and the character was very Keanu Reeves. Like it felt, I could see Keanu Reeves saying the things and doing the things that he did when he showed up at the end of the book. So, I, I don't know people. Yeah,
1: I, I people don't support them. all women. Have a- Some of y'all bitches are dumb. So. They they I they have a big problem with that author I've noticed and I don't know why but a lot of her stuff is like people have been like insulted. I love
3: Real Men Knit um, and Quanta is a that. huge GOT7 fan so that's how we met yeah. we met online as like through K-pop stuff and then I started reading her books and they're great books and um. Real Men Knit is a great, great book. Like I really, really love it. So, yeah, see,
0: people. Um, a lot yeah, of people she has just a lot of readings for a lot of her books. Yeah, like yeah. people mm-hmm. are like, I noticed. Yep, you know, I will yeah, say. Her,
2: her, even said something.
0: Her, about...
3: um, her black female leads are unapologetically black female leads. They act like they are black women. Like they talk like they're black women. They don't, I don't know. They just, they're, they're unapologetically black. They're not white women pretending to be black women or, or something. You know what I mean? Like it's not, you know, sometimes you get like a, a white woman who writes and she, she thinks she yeah. knows what a black woman is like or something. I don't yeah. know. But like, they just, so I don't know. I read it. And like, when I'm reading the, her dialogue and stuff that she writes, I read it, and to me, it's like listening to you guys on the podcast, or you know, like the way you talk to each other, the way you joke around with each other, and stuff like that's what her characters are like. And it, <laughs> I think, there's a lot of white women who just can't see themselves in it, so they can't read it. And you're like, whatever, just mm-hmm. then yeah. don't pick it up. Okay, um, read. But there's on lots the and flip lots side, of white women books,
1: so go read those. What is your biggest disappointment that you read this year? I, um, oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. I was gonna say it's my turn, but then
0: I realized that we both talked about my summer and soul. We and both talked garbage, about so the, yeah, my exactly. summer and soul. That's what why, are you? That's why I. You're,
1: so, you're so needy, that damn. Do you think i would miss you like that? Anyways, Amanda, yeah, what's your biggest disappointment? don't think you supplement? would skip me though. That's
0: she thing would. I do. Think okay,
1: you would, so I would not. <laughs> don't bully me. Hashtag be kind. Matt, what is your favorite? um? Amanda, what's your biggest disappointment?
3: Um, my biggest disappointment was Tokyo Dreaming by Amiko Jean. It's the sequel to Tokyo something else. I can't remember. Um, I never read the first book. So I'm going to put that out there in the world. I did not read the first book, but it didn't <laughs> matter. Like when I started the second book, I was like, oh, this is a cool story. And I, you know, like sometimes you can just get into the story. Um, it should not have it either shouldn't have been written or it shouldn't have been written as a sequel. It should have been a standalone with new characters because Mm. it, it was a great story up until about 70% mark. Fantastic story. I was loving it. Like it was going to have a four, four and a half rating. Like I gave it a two because I wound up splitting the difference between the four. I was going to give it and the zero that I felt like it deserved. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, it they uh, like minor spoiler i guess for the first book she gets together with her bodyguard in the first book in the second book they're together but then they break up so he can go away to whatever school to be a marine or something i don't know and he wants to be a pilot or something so he goes off to be a pilot and he breaks up with her because their relationship is causing problems, PR problems for the Japanese Royal family. So he breaks up with her and the whole book, the whole book is about her getting up over him, making new friendships, her relationship with her mother and her father and, and her falling in love with this guy that she fake dates initially. And then they actually have a thing together. And at the 70% mark, they bring back the guy we haven't seen since the first chapter, and make him the end game.
1: Mm. And you're uh, like, so the Sarah what? J.
0: Mass effect, maybe? Like, you it's, know what's it's, really it's, funny? I was actually thinking of um that Sarah J. Mass book I read this year. So yes, like, like definitely that.
3: <laughs> it just, it was like, this is not the ending for the book that you wrote. This is the ending for the first book that you wrote, but. That's not the book I'm reading right now. So, and the fans of the first book are probably super pissed and didn't read the rest of this book after you got rid of the male lead and made it clear that he was not coming back. So, who did you write this story for? Because the fans of the first book are pissed off, and now the fans of the second book are pissed
1: off. So, what?
3: What? She was trying to what
1: do were the you Sarah J. Mass effect, but like in opposite tantrum, it's it's weird. But anyways, I it was would just also it was very messy. I was super pissed. I I
3: honestly at the seventy percent mark, and this guy comes back, and I was listening to it on audio, and I seriously almost threw my phone. I was so mad. I was like, "Don't you friggin' dare!" And she did, and I was like. You wrote a great story. I honestly, for a little bit, thought that it was going to be a thing where she didn't choose either of them and she chose herself because they were setting that up as the story. Like that was that was kind of the way the story was going. And I was like, okay, I wouldn't be mad about that. And then you can maybe write a third book about her deciding between these two guys or bring a third guy in or I don't know. But like to just straight up have her last minute choose dude, that we haven't seen from the beginning was such bad writing. Like, it was just, it was, I was so mad.
1: I was so. I think she was, she like, was definitely, the author was probably definitely trying to do like a whole, like, oh, girl, boss, switcheroo, plot twist they didn't see coming, but. It doesn't make sense. You can't yeah. just, like,
0: throw people together. This is not Bleach. This is not Sarah J. Man- like, Moss <laughs> book, you know? Like, <laughs> Justice for Tamling, always. This is not that, okay? This is, like, try to have some integrity, you know, is all we're saying right? for these authors. <laughs> just, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so that was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I would say my biggest um, book as a disappointment would have would be Bloodlight Magic by LaSalle Samsbury. Really? Um, yes. Because I was told I like I was going into this book with like the idea of these, like, you know, badass witches, going, mm-hmm. you know, sisterhood, love, all of this. And then she spit in my face. Because why did she do that for some men she didn't even fucking know? Right, like <laughs> right. why? Right, right, right. And, like the yep. only reason I'm reading that sequel is because she must fix what she has done. She must fix it. Yeah. Because how are you gonna lock up your like you know spoiler alert your cousin? Or but like that you
0: queer- how are you gonna love? lock
1: up your cousin? Like what? You know what's funny? For, I, I no. totally forgot
0: about that book.
1: Because, I did too. I, until now like the went rage went is coming through... back to me. <laughs> i did too until i went through my like goodreads and i was like okay what did i have expectations for that disappointed me and then i was gonna use risley's book because i was gonna say oh it was it's only a disappointment because it's our, like the only book that i've not read it rated five stars by her but then i saw Bloodlight magic and i remembered everything like everything just came flowing right back to me when All i saw right. it <laughs> Yeah, because she she
0: literally sacrificed her cousin, the person that she loved the most, for some dude that she just met. Like, just kill that dude. Kill that man. Why are we going through all this stuff? Just
1: kill him. You don't know him. Don't know him from Adam. (laughs) Like, just kill him. But, like, and it it just hurt because, like, you know, I, like I said, it was being advertised as, you know, black witches and, like, sisterhood and, Mm. like, all of that. So then for. That to be the outcome, I was just like, you got to be kidding me. And also, and also she like, like, you know, LaSalle, you can write, girl, you can write down bad, but you don't have to write that much. Like, you don't have to explain (laughs) every single thing to me. Yes, Sarah J. Moss, once again. <laughs> I will say that one of the
0: great things about that novel, though, is it's set in Toronto in, like, Etobicoke South area, And it's, like, so it's Caribbean. A very, and she's of yeah. Caribbean, Caribbean descent. So it was very relatable to me in that sense. Uh-huh. But, yeah, like, the ending was very stupid. It was just not believable. Like, it, it wasn't part of the brand that I would mm-hmm. say like what you told us we should expect is not what we got at the end and that was disappointing uh yeah. but for me that's not my biggest disappointment my biggest disappointment was what hurts ins- what hunts inside the shadows and that oh, is a yes. sequel. that makes sense yeah yeah that was a sequel to I can't remember the name of the book but what, lies um, the with, exactly. what lies so beyond the veil exactly so the first the first book was so good. Like I was reading that and I was like zooming through. The p- I mean, I read pretty fast, but I was zooming through the pages because it was so good. The world building was fantastic. The characters were amazing. Um, I didn't really know what to expect as I was going in, which is very rare. So I was like on, it was a hundred percent for that whole entire book. And then the sequel came out and it was like, we didn't get much more of the plot. She became more of a, of a Mary Sue to be quite honest and all that happened is they had sex like all the time like like, I, I would say even the best thing about the first book is that they didn't have sex until, like, near the mid-end-to-end part of the book because, like, there was so much story going on. But this book was just, like, it literally started with him being like, yeah, so I lied to you, I'm not this person, I'm really this person, ha ha ha, let's fuck. And that was literally, like, what they did. Every time they got into an argument, they had sex. It literally was a Sarah J. Moss book because that's what happened in a, this, uh, a court of silver and thorn or whatever the hell that latest book was with nissa like that was literally what happened they would get she would get mad at him he'd take his dick out and they were like it's the why
1: it's the it's the white a new adult um way world like it really is like in all of those books that's what happens especially like in sequels when these these couples that probably should not be together that got together Nope. And the, nope, 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 nope. That's what happens. They literally, they fight, fight, fight. And then when they're like, oh, we're fighting too much. Then they fuck and make up. Like, After has six books. Why does the After series have six books, guys? Why?
0: <laughs> yeah, so... And in all, in, all, in all six
1: of those books, all they do that's is the fight and fuck. Plot.
0: Yeah, that's the exact plot. And like, as I said, if this book had m- a lot more of the world in it, And, like, things that were actually, like, developing more information, things like that, it would be great. But it fell into the basic as everything else kind of story. Like, the first... First book was very original, in my opinion. Like, I loved it. It was so good. And then the second book was just like, oh, we're just like every other new adult book. And, oh, he has a big dick and he's Faye. And the Faye have all this stuff going on. And, oh, a lot of people are just fucking everybody. Oh, let's do it in public and have everybody watch because that's what's so hot and sexy. I was just like, oh, my God, this is so bad. It was like, why are we even... Like, the only good part of that second book was the ending when they actually got to the fade itself um and I hope that then like the next book after that was like it's gonna be better you know going into like more storytelling because they probably can't have sex as much as they wanted because they're gonna be with the queen or whatever so I'm hoping that that's gonna be better but the second book was definitely like it went from like a five star to like a 2.5 like it was bad so yeah that's it all right. Okay. Okay. So,
1: okay. so what's next? Um, next we're just gonna let's. What are some of our aspirations for twenty twenty three? Um, let's talk about it. We kind of did a little bit um on the on our last episode, Nat. So let's ask our guests. What are your guys's aspirations for twenty
3: twenty three? I don't know. I keep my kids alive again and. <laughs> like not lose my mind or basically always my aspirations i'm thinking i might up my goodreads like my goodreads book challenge last year it was 25 books and i read 50 this year i challenged myself to read 50 and i read like 100 So I'm thinking about maybe up it. you know, here's my thing, right?
1: I don't know why I always like I always do down because like sometimes I feel like when I do too much it's like too much pressure. And uh-huh. so, and I'm, I'm always like, oh, but the only reason why that happened last year was because I, this happened, you know, it's so like June 2020, I I read like, I think 130 books or something. And I was like, oh, I can't read that. I can never read that much. So last year I did like, I was like, oh, I'm only going to read like 70 books or something like that. And then I read like 100. And then this year I'm like, oh no, no, I'm getting a new job. I won't have time to read. And so I put it at 70 again. And here we are at 90 books. So
3: yeah. Like I'm um, thinking maybe guys, I'll put I'm gonna it at make- like...
1: 75
3: or something i'll split the difference because i i feel like 100 was a lot this year and i don't know if i'll do that again right that's what
1: i'm saying so like next year i think i'm gonna make my goal 50 like i feel like i always start at like the bottom i'm like maybe not 50 i think maybe 20 and then if i if i if i hit 20 close enough then i'll add like another 20 more depending on Uh what when i hit 20 you know and see how that goes I also picked 25 books this year,
0: and I'm at 44. But I feel like I read more books in the latter part of this year than I did the beginning of this year. Because I think we only – I only read books for the podcast at the beginning of the year. So, like, everything else since, like, August has just been stuff that I've been interested in reading. So that's, like, the big difference, I think, too. Um, but I think my goal next year is going to be probably 50 books. Because I even if I don't hit 50 this year, I do think if I continuously read as mu- as often as I am, that I'll definitely hit it,
1: you know. At that, I point. know like, I'm so annoying talking about twenty books, knowing damn well that I'd be picking up all of these weird ass monster books and reading them yeah, in like two. Days, they're like in, like yeah, twenty minutes because they're like That's seventy true. pages. So
0: it's like you yeah. know, even like even if they're bad, seventy pages, it's still seventy
1: pages. You know what I mean? Like I always, I let I, them, I, I have to let them count. That's why yeah. I like I have to let them count. I'm like yes, you just saw me read something called a sequel to the Easter Bunny. Mind your business. <laughs> let it go. Like, it I out. literally
0: just realized that my Facebook friends can see my Goodreads um, books <laughs> that I've been reading. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so like, like, I was reading in the last episode that we recorded that's going to go out tomorrow. I was like, going through it and it's like, the people on my like friend list were reading like, you know, motivational Christian books. And I'm like, Nailed by the Easter Bunny, and, like abducted <laughs> by an alien, and like oh my god, <laughs>
1: like <laughs> taken by the snowman. Oh, that book was pretty bad too, actually. Taken really by good. the snowman, really bad. But really bad. Nikki, <laughs> um, what are you? What are some of your aspirations for twenty twenty three? You can talk I, about I... how you want, um, Sugar Baby Annie to write more <laughs> I, do,
2: I do want that I do miss that um, no I might put 10 books for my Goodreads <laughs> we'll see if I get there we, or we, no, can, do 12, a, we can do a
1: little 12. book club thing if that will help you I know we can it's do my a little book club thing that will
2: help you I never find the time to actually read so that's my issue and I remember I used to knock out like 50-60 books a year
1: yeah Exactly, um, Remember, You were
0: like superstars. I I was, but you know, I ran Nikki, you lost. know, you I, can put your manga, like, some of the manga is off on <gasps> Goodreads, so you oh, can actually add it. Really? Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I
3: read this year, oh, guys, and you can add stuff to your Goodreads. Like, I have a friend who reads pretty much only like. Fan fictions and stuff off of like Ao3 and Wattpad. You can put that stuff into Goodreads. So I like a, yeah, uh, if you're, uh, yeah. Like, if I could you're not reading, put my no.
0: Goodreads my art <laughs> on Goodreads, no. But like if, if you're I'm talking you're, about like can put though. this stuff, no way.
1: <laughs> no, but think about it though. Like, if you're reading like a seventy chapter um, fanfic. On yeah. AO3. Yeah. That's A O Three, that's a lot of them are uh-huh. yeah. All of them are literally a lot of them are a lot more words than some of the monster romances that are out there, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: it's yeah. just not on Amazon, um, you know. So yeah. it's just not
3: a self pub. So yeah. like, who cares? Right. Like it's but
2: not
0: yeah.
3: There. I'm I'm
2: I have a few aspirations for next year. Um, I want to write again, like for myself. Me um, too. Finish me too. Finish um some of the short stories slash novels slash fanfics that I've started. Um, I want to get my business off the ground. I want to go back to making shirts and cups and stickers and things like that. I want to become financially responsible. Not stable, because we know that shit ain't happening. But I want to be more financially responsible and realize that I don't need every fucking K-pop album that comes out.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we gotta meet up so I can get my seven for seven. Album, oh my god. Please. Yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was no, like talking no. about K-pop albums. My God, seven
2: albums. <laughs> no, no. It literally, it was literally in my suitcase. Yeah. To go with me to Canada because I was just going to give it to you then, but then COVID happened. Yeah. But no, sure I not. have the um, I, I have the the what do they call it? The international forum sitting at my desk at work Yay. to mail it so it will be mailed by the end of this year that is also an aspiration yes. to mail things on time but no I want to mm-hmm. I want to build my brand I want to work more with um, Unbothered Unnies because we took a lot of time off this year <laughs>
1: It's okay. And you can call names. Sugar baby literally did no,
2: not no, to no, write we, anything. No, we no we both did. We did nothing over the summer. We not we didn't do a damn thing. And I think we have a really good brand. And I think we should get back to it. So I want to be more responsible. And um, I liked I liked my viewing because I I watched a lot of shit this year. So I did. I thought that was pretty good. So I want to keep that going. But. Um, Just trying to balance, oh, and also I need to lose 70 pounds because I'm gonna be in a wedding. So there's that. Those are my aspirations. That's a big goal.
1: (laughs) As as I sat here. Yes. Oh, I was no, you can continue and I'll say what I was
2: gonna say. No, no, no. I was saying like I was as I sat here and ate my dinner while you guys talked about books.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're funny um my biggest you know we already talked about all the stuff that we want to do um in our episode that's going to be posted but one thing i want to say is my biggest 2023 aspiration is to go to thailand and south korea for my birthday <laughs> so that's gonna that that's what my main goal i think or the main thing that i would be looking forward to and planning and really sitting and thinking about is that um yeah. nat do you have anything you want to add yeah
0: that's actually my second trip for next year so <laughs> like my first trip <laughs> is like, yeah, i want to
1: add my plane ticket come on
0: yeah um <laughs> uh, my first trip is going to be to england and like we're gonna go to scotland and ireland Yay. as well Ooh, be my best friends. so that's gonna be fun i'm t- hopefully gonna meet a rich scottish man and yeah. um who has like <laughs> a castle or manor That's the goal. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. 2023. I just want to be consistent because I, I too, took a bit of a break, I think, from a lot of the stuff that I was doing. Um, Like, I was doing the radio thing and, like, you know, I took a break from editing some of the Nyan stuff. And, like, so I'm probably just going to try to be a little bit more consistent. I want to get my topic, Mm -hmm. too, because I did pass topic one this year. Uh, I gotta get my Mm. license because um I need to have my license. Like it's it's been a long time that I haven't had one, so I'm gonna do that. And then yeah, just you know, have a good time. Hopefully, watch better dramas. (laughs) Read like I question mark question mark. But yeah, that's (laughs) the goal to watch better dramas
1: and um eat delicious food. So that's it.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and that's the end of part one. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to us. XOXO, Gossip Girl, Kiss Kiss, Mama Ma